Welcome back to another episode of Breakout Podcast. We're recording from a new room today. Don't have our old intro, so I'm going to say props to Lookout Loretta and their new album out is called The Past Five Years, correct, Lou? That's right. That's a good, uh, that's a friend of the show's band right there, and we figured, hey, you know what? We can't use a typical intro. Why not use a good friend's music? Because you know what? That song's called Weekend Getaway. I really enjoy it. Best song on that album by far. It's 31. For sure. Check it out. It's, it's oh, so catchy. I, actually, I was going to say best song is Weekend Getaway. Really? Because I think... So, a writ... So... I don't know. They they're two real strong candidates. Really? Because I would say my okay. This might sound crazy. Do you want to play them? one real quick? We can we can play parts of them. Yeah. Real quick, th- thirty one. My favorite. Second favorite, believe it or not, is I think it's called SGC. Yes. It's very. That's good. a very good. Very one. catchy. Because I I actually thought it was a, a band like not offensive a band I really like. Yeah. And then I was like, wait, no, that's actually my buddy's friend, mm-hmm. and Lookout Loretta. He's been doing this forever. Yeah. So, I mean, th- believe it or not, when you do something for like 10 plus years, Turns you get good you, at you it. You get kind of good at it. Yeah. yeah. Believe it or not. So, uh, if you want to go ahead and play a little snippets. So, uh, this one will be 31, which, uh, it, so I, I, th- I'm still torn to what my favorite is, either 31 or Weekend Getaway. Weekend Getaway was the intro song. Yeah. That was the one he released a while ago to kind of give people a better it, feel for what they were doing, right? So, that was uh, just a single. That okay. was a single, yeah. but then he also put it on this album or EP. So here is 31. So clean. So clean. So clean. So clean. I'm working day to day, but I'm still drowning in the sea of death with no end inside. You can play a little more, but if you, if you have to play one part of the song, it has to be like a guitar riff. It's so catchy. Yeah. It's so catchy. You gotta get... But I know yeah, why not, dude? Let's yeah, let's just keep going. God, let's go the rest of the week. How much longer can this go on? I won't lie, this has gone stuck in my head. I, I know like every lyric. I know every word to this and we can get away now. But it could get rid of my stress. Is strong. Dude, he's got such a good raspy voice. He's moving on. He's 31, dude. Isn't he like older? He's 33, but you know. Shh, shut up, man. That's all I'm My favorite part right here. He missed a woo. He should have put a woo in right there. Next week, if I go to that show and they get to that part, I'm giving them a good old woo right there. Oh, yeah. For sure, you have to. So that's uh, that, that's a good bit of uh, thirty one, which is arguably the best song on the album. So we've uh, already played part of Weekend Getaway. So do you want to get... you want to give them more of the Weekend Getaway? Uh maybe maybe you skip ahead to. Do you know where it gets real good? Like it, it's the, the intro is super catchy, but there's like a part halfway through the song. So I I got I'm starting it right at where the words start. Basically, fair enough. Okay, give them a little snippet. A little snippet. This is very hard to use the mouth with your left hand. Sorry, buddy. You're good. It's the same. So this is 31. You're right. This is <laughs> also 31. But yeah, that was 20 seconds into 31 at least. Now I'll bring up my favorite part of the song. Okay, fair enough. This. Right here. Because you know he felt it. Tell me I gotta know. I 
feel bad for the man. Knowing if him you a little bit. Me, let me know. If you don't, then let me go. This back and forth tearing me apart. So maybe you play that for a certain someone in your life. That's all I'm saying. Exactly. Now you should play a little bit of SGC, like just the intro, because Ooh. it's so catchy. I it's so catchy. So, in my opinion, the only song that. So I love the beginning of American Classic. Yeah, that's good too. I know the end of it isn't, isn't you know what? my thing. Honestly, my least favorite part about this album. There's not enough songs. That's exactly. I wanted. I thought There's when you said you're gonna lease for a whole a whole length. This is just an EP. Mm-hmm. It's just a little. It's a little bit of a tease. I want more. So this is SGC. I think he played this live when I saw him without you. <laughs> he played it when I saw him too. So I can only imagine. He's only got so many songs. Yeah. Not a bad thing. It's not easy. He clearly doesn't have all, all the time in the world to do it. Exactly. So, I don't think he'd be offended if we promoted a show, right? For anyone in the Pittsburgh area, for every reason, if you're not doing anything, what is it? That- On April 29th, Okay. that is a Sunday, The uh, not next Sunday, Sunday after that. Uh, down at the Smiling Moose. Yeah, down in Pittsburgh on the strip. Uh, right by the strip, I believe. In the south side. Wait, no, is it I, Smiling Moose? It's a Smiling Moose. Smiling I remember Moose. looking at that. Smiling Moose, south side. Tickets are $10. Not bad. Get into uh, a great album release show. Yeah. And there will be a couple her, other bands Two goofy looking motherfuckers. It's going to be me and Lou. Just listen for the voices. Hey, Close your eyes. You know what this like, oh, It's a real life podcast. Yeah, I was going to say, you know say what's this up is the first ever meet breakout group. podcast meetup. I like that. I like that. And... I mean, maybe that's not your style of music, but if you just want to come support some local music, hang out with the boys, it'll be a good time, guaranteed. We're calling you out, though, Pickles. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he... I'm not sure our boys around here. Dilla is, it, is it RMU? Is that, that's right by Pittsburgh, right? I don't know my directions. You Dude, really don't. I am so... So, so it's like... it's. Oh, man. Bro, my cousins went to RMU. You think I know... I don't even know where the school's at. I never went to visit them. I saw them play hockey a few times. Do you know where Moon is? Like, township? I mean, like, I could find myself there eventually if I use my <laughs> GPS. Okay, here's so the stupidest thing. Quick okay, little snippet okay, story of how bad I am. So I was Very, seeing uh, um, a certain someone, and yeah, things don't always work out. It's no big deal. I don't even want to talk about that. But what is? So I went up to see her at like our like where we used to go to meet get coffee right in the middle, and that's not too far from where I'm at. It's like mm-hmm. 20 minutes from my house. Yeah, they're toll roads, and I'm getting back on, and I'm driving, and I'm like, hmm. I see an exit that I could have taken. That mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I, I could go here, but what's? I don't. There's, I'm looking for a specific sign. I'm looking for Monroeville. That's typically where I take exits because it's like because right in the middle of everywhere I have to go yeah. in our area. It's a very. Uh, it's the whole reason Monroeville is so big yeah. is because there was a turnpike exit, which makes sense. Yeah. So that's why it grew so much. So you can basically anytime you're on a highway, you see Monroeville, you can get home from there. Is what exactly. you're thinking? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. So I keep driving, and I'm like, I'll, I'll, see, I'll see Monroeville eventually, mm-hmm. and I keep driving, and I'm like. Something looks familiar around this place. I used to, uh, another girl I used to go see was, uh, went to school up in cr- towards Cranberry. <laughs> and I see Cranberry and I'm like, I am I like 45 it. minutes from my house now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought I was driving for too long, but I was like, I was just listening to, you never listen to a really good podcast and you just get super into it. Yeah. Sometimes I listen to this uh, podcast. What's it called? Uh, the breakout podcast. Yeah, it's great, really great, good. Funny guy. Really good. Them. They're yeah. actually some of my favorite people. Two, of, two of my favorite people in the world. Yeah. I, I gotta say. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I, I get there and I look at the, I had to pay the tool and I, cause I forgot, I forgot to take my easy pass. My parents weren't home. So I was like, fuck it. I, I, I got money. I can pay for my own tools. Mm-hmm. Whatever. No big deal. I get there. I'm like, dude, am I in Cranberry? And he goes, yeah. I'm like, he's like, you're not supposed to be in Cranberry, are you? <laughs> I'm like, no. He's like, where are you supposed to be? And I told him, he's like, boy, you're like 45 minutes from home. What are you doing all the way out here? I'm like, I'm just stupid. And I just drove. <laughs> and the worst part is I couldn't even turn around there. I had to drive another 15 minutes the wrong way. Yep. 
It was a nightmare. Mm-hmm. Pay, I ended up paying like $14 in tolls when it should have only been like Ooh. six or eight at most. But you know what? That's why I get for being stupid and not... I, the, whole, the stupidest thing is I was leaving there. I'm like, I've driven this pl- to here tw- at least twice now. I should know how to get home, right? Mm-hmm. I did. I just was too stupid to realize that was my exit because mm-hmm. that's not where I came on. I came on from Monroeville because that's where I drove toward. Yeah. 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 So in case you're wondering if I'm a fucking moron, just a little bit. <laughs> like never get in a car with him if you want to go where no, no, you need no, to no, be. No, 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 no. Here's what I do. If somebody gets in the car with me, first thing first, I give you my phone. I say, you're DJ now. And if I have to drive somewhere and I'm not 100% sure, I automatically also just put in my... Yeah, I'm like, okay. you are now GPS. Because you don't need to be guessing with someone else in the no, car. You don't want not. You don't want that embarrassment. No, you, you, if, you, if someone so else is in the car, you're going to just automatically say, Always. either tell me where to go or... I just say I'm not familiar with this area because I'm not really familiar with any With area. any area except, <laughs> except for, for where I live. Bro, I know all the back roads around here. <laughs> yeah, if, I, if you got to go anywhere... What, within, what would you say your radius is? 15 minutes. <laughs> Keith. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of. <laughs> not only is there okay, a lot I can of get city, Pittsburgh. I can get to Pittsburgh now, dude. It's I used to have to always use my GPS just because I didn't want to. I didn't want to have that situation happen where I'm driving useless amount of time. Like I, I don't enjoy driving if that's not apparent. I can't wait until I can get my car. And like literally, I just saw. I, I was watching an ad the other day, and it was like basically describing like what futuristic cars would be when they can drive you. And be like, you get in your car, and you're like, take me to Wendy's, mm-hmm. and why is it on my mind? Because I'm thinking about four four. Don't question mm-hmm. me. Four four. And always great. Always great. I can't wait until that's a thing. Like it's it, like it's like an Uber. Like you get in the back and you're just like, drive me here, you fucking peasant. But it's my car. Yeah, and that'd be so cool. But yeah, so I'm I'm dealing with me as GPS. And if I say, hey, drive me to Wendy's, it's like, all right. So I know like three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so my question for you is, I know that you don't like driving. Hate it. Is it because that you drive a Hyundai? No. If you drove like a nice like fast car, I just how how would that be for you? I don't like. Okay, so my biggest thing is I don't. Here's the day I really hated driving. Okay. Well, how about I just take it through it? T- you were there. Paint me a picture. Yeah. I, we maybe even told the story in the podcast before. So chances are we have with Greg here. Mm-hmm. I think we have, but it's been a while. So a little refresher for anyone who's Yeah. It's Labor Day mm-hmm. about two or three years ago. Yeah, I know. This we story. have plans to go to Sandcastle. It's yes, yes. It was, was going to be. Greg. Sandcastle is a water park in Pittsburgh. Yeah, it was incredible. It was supposed to be five of us. Me, you, Greg, our friend Derry. And uh, that's it. That's it. It's yeah, four of us. I'm stupid. <laughs> For some reason, like I five of us. No, I, I, I forgot. Greg broke up with his girlfriend right before that, so she didn't come. But um, so oh, we're yeah. leaving. Yeah, it was great. I was so happy. And uh, so we're leaving. And I typically drive like a reasonable person because I don't like speeding tickets. I've I've gotten pulled over for driving fast before. Got a warning. I was like, you know what? That's all I need. I don't mm-hmm. need to pay for that. That's un. Yeah. Again, more. I enjoy spending money that I don't need to spend, even more than I like driving farther than I have to. So. Or, yeah, you know what I'm saying. But mm-hmm. so we're leaving, and you go flying past. I think you were in the you were in the the, the lead, so we you were you were good. So we were just mm-hmm. like, hey, lose driving. Derry goes out, or so no, I go out. First off, uh, I was leading. Uh, our friend Derry decides it, it's race time. It's race time. Yeah. So, so and of course, I'm not gonna turn down a race. Well, you weren't okay. So Derry flew past me. You mm-hmm. went out first out of Greg's house. Yeah. I went out, and then Derry went out, mm-hmm. and I'm driving, and Derry goes flying past me, and Greg looks at me and goes. Are, you really gonna you, let him pass you like that? that? Yeah. And I was like, I mean, I can't look like a bitch now. I throw my car over into slap shift mode, nice. and I accelerate down. I immediately go down a gear, start speeding up, and just you know, vroom, vroom, vroom. when you're dude, when you're doing like slap shift and it feels like it's manual, you always want to go fast. Of course, always. Like always. you're always trying to get to that next gear. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we're flying on the highway. I'm doing all right, you know. You were all racing, you know. I I feel like at that point I was in the lead. Actually, I was in the lead. 
You were because you saw the cop first. Exactly. Yeah. So Mama ain't raised no bitch. Mama ain't raised no. <laughs> but I thought she did because then you slow down. And I'm like, oh, what a pussy. I'm about to win. And <laughs> I go flying. And then Darius right behind me. And then all of a sudden I look over and Greg goes, oh, fuck, cop. And I can't do anything. Mm-hmm. I, at that point, we're already going past him. I mm-hmm. start slowing. I, like, I slam on my brake. But at that point, it's apparent to the cop. Definitely he, he knows. Dude. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> These guys. And I see him pull out. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And then Greg's immediately like, you're going to take a right, you're going to take a left, we're going to get back on the highway, go back down to my house, we're going to hide there. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. That, that's exactly what I would have done. Fair. Yeah, that's what we're going to do. So then Derry, like an asshole, goes around me, starts slowing down. And we're getting to the point in the road, it was a two-lane highway, but it's turning into a one-lane because it's, it's just not safe to have two lanes at that point because yeah. there's cars that could kind of go across and cross And eventually it does just turn into a one-lane yeah, down exactly. the road. So that's where it changes into a one-lane. Yeah, so our friend Derry goes straight. I take a right. I'm behind. Cop follows the person. He's behind, obviously. He said, he when he pulled us over, he said he was trying to get me and Derry at the same time. Like, he was going to try and pull in front of us. But he mm-hmm. saw one. He said he couldn't let me go. Yeah. I'm like, fair enough. He said, so he pulls us over and goes, why are you driving that fast? <laughs> Before I can say anything, Greg's dumbass pokes his head out to the cop and goes, we're kind of racing our friend. And I looked at him. And like, if I could have, what the fuck? I would have just punched him right there. A cop looked at me and he's like, you can hit your friend. <laughs> I was yeah. just so nervous. I thought he was joking, but thinking back on it, like I probably you should have just, hit him. I could have hit him and he probably wouldn't have done anything. And you should have. And he looks at me and goes, sir, you realize I could take your license right here, right now. And I was like, I mean, like you, you shouldn't do that officer. And he's like, so uh, where's your buddy going? Is that your buddy? And you're like, and my Greg looks at me and goes, yes, that's our friend. It says his first name, spells out his last name. Cause it's easily confused as dairy milk, but it's not spelled that way. Believe it or not. And he's like, Looks at him and says, I will give you his address if you would like. Like, I will drive you to his house. And I'm like, Greg, stop being such a little bitch. Like, snitches. Yeah. Well, I didn't. This is all Greg. Like, I, hey, you didn't stop him. I didn't stop him because at that point, dude, I'm shitting my pants. Because he said there's possibly when we lose my license. And I'm just thinking, like, what am I going to do? Do I, like, the car was, he made me turn the car off. So I couldn't just try and drive away. I was already behind me. He had my license plate. He had my fucking ID at that point. My, and my proof of uh, insurance. So, like, there, I had oh, nothing. You, you got God. I, I was God. You got God. I was so God. And at that point, like, I, there's nothing I could do except eat that ticket. And you like, know, it's good to know. That's, mm-hmm. a, that's some information that I didn't completely know. Uh, About what? How much of a snitch your buddy Greg is. Yeah, right? You know, I might have helped the cop. And I totally, if he would have been like, all right, drive me to Darius' house, I would have driven to Darius' house. <laughs> both, hey, both, both hey, of you, okay? Hey, hey, hey. Hey. Not 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 that okay, we well, do okay. illegal things together, but I will never do an illegal Me, thing with you, you again. You and Greg, Ooh, we, we kind of got friends. a pack. Okay. Yeah. So uh, okay, good point. Right. Very good point. Would, and Derry started it. If Derry didn't fly past 100% me, hundred percent throw Derry on the bus. If he didn't fly past me, the there was no reason for me to speed up. So I, if anything, if it was anyone's fault, I okay. blame. So Derry. That, that's, that's a good thing. We're gonna have next time. Uh, so Greg's gonna be in town next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're gonna have a talk. We have to. Uh, all three of us never snitch. No. No matter what. Snitches get stitches. Snitches get stitches. If Derry wanted, Derry, dude, I told Derry that side of the story that we literally gave the cop his first <laughs> last name and we're willing to show him his address. He's like, the fuck is wrong with you guys? I'm like, g- hey, hey, you're the one who went in front of me and slowed down. I'm just going to clip this and send it to him. <laughs> he, I haven't talked to the kid in two years, but why not? I haven't seen him in a while. Last I heard, he joined a fraternity and he's almost failing out of college. So, hey. That's good. That's good. Hey, you know. Hey, Greek life, though. That Greek life. Worth it. That's all that matters from what I understand. So it's what it's all about. <laughs> forget what i saw him and his frat friends doing on snapchat the other week but it was just so st- oh <laughs> they had a um like a little i don't even exactly know it might have been like a little mouse type of thing and there was like a girl who had it was like her pet and he's like hey let me hold that and she's like no you're gonna th- flush on the toilet and he's like hey i'd have to run past you first right and he she literally hands it to him and he just starts running <laughs> i don't know what happens next That's but cl- i want to know clearly a dairy thing though yeah he would 100 percent do that oh but he didn't do it it was, it was fraternity friends oh not him not him he was just recording it Oh, he would do that, though. He would do that. He would so do that. That man, um, 
stories for days about that kid, but that's that's besides the point. We have pl- there's plenty of other podcasts to tell their stories. Exactly. Worst comes to worst, maybe we get his side of the story. You know day. what the really nice thing about this? What's that? So when we tell stories, it's always very difficult for me at least when I really get into a story to keep them with their nickname that we made up. Yeah. I've never called the kid anything other than Derry. No, because he doesn't have or the name. Or the full name. I've never once called him that. I've heard his mom call him that. Like first and last? Yeah. Really? She was very angry. And this okay. is a different okay. different story for a different time about why she was so angry. Is it? It is. Okay. I'll talk to you about it after the okay. podcast. I don't think he'd like me to share all his personal information. Okay. That's why we all... So what about our friend Fairy? What was his <laughs> mom angry at him about? No. After the podcast, okay. After the podcast, 100%, because it's uh, it's besides the point. I want to talk about <laughs> the best intro to any TV show ever. So, a little backstory, since I, I feel like you got to get this ready for a little second. It's from a clip from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which is so... It's one of those TV shows that is so stupid that it's hilarious, mm-hmm. in my opinion. And if you haven't seen an Andy Samberg anything Ooh. before, just go. Just he's he's go, a funny go man. Go watch it. He's, he's I, I find man. it hilarious, so... This is kind of only involves part of him, but regardless, we'll explain the rest of it after the podcast, after this little clip. So go ahead and play it, Lou. There we go. You are my fire. <laughs> Number two, keep it going. The one desire. Number three, believe when I say. Number four, I want it that way. Tell me why. Ain't nothing but a heartache. Tell me why. Ain't nothing but a mistake. Now number five. I, I never want to hear you say. Woo! I want it that way. Keep it going. Oh, chills. Literal chills. It was number five. Number five killed my brother. Oh my God, I forgot about that part. <laughs> Oh my god, this is the... Right? Yes! Dude, I watched that clip 15 times. We're watching it again. It's Okay, so just to set the scene, Brooklyn Nine-Nine is a uh, show about a police unit in Brooklyn, obviously. Andy Samberg is a detective, and they're in a police lineup. You think he's a terrible detective, but he's actually... He's actually really good. Uh, So there's one through five, and he's having each one sing... Oh my, okay. Oh, oh, where's the... Did I turn this down? There we go. You are my fire. Number two, keep it going. The one desire. Number three, believe when I say. Number four, I want it that way. Tell me why ain't nothing but a heartache. Tell me why ain't nothing but a mistake. Number five, I never wanna hear you say, I want it that way. Oh, chills, literal chills. It was number five. Number five killed my brother. Oh my god, I forgot about that part. <laughs> that is amazing. Right? Literally incredible. And it's the hardest thing for me, honestly, uh, was not singing along the whole time. Because okay. it's such a good song. So here's a story about uh, Lex the X. Fair enough. So ex-girlfriend named yeah, Lex. Pretty Lex the self-explanatory. X. So amazing nickname. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Uh, uh, so at the time when you're dating her, no good nickname. Lex the girlfriend? Yeah, it's terrible. That's terrible. Lex the X. You have Beautiful. to be a girl Lex at least once in your life so you have that So you nickname. have the Lex the X. Mm-hmm. 
or we'll accept an Alexis, but you could just give her the nickname Lex. It's fine. Exactly. Well, that's her. Her name isn't actually. I'm sure it's just Lex. Yeah, you're right. Uh, <laughs> From the stories I've heard, her parents sound white trash enough that oh, it very. would just be Lex. Well, never mind. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we were hanging out. Uh, what her and her roommate would like to do is basically get in a car, drive around, listen to music. Fair enough. Pretty okay. fun. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was. They were. She is two years older than me. Okay. And the other one is one year older. And they they for whatever reason they always thought that they were much older for whatever reason. And they're like they were playing a bunch of older songs. This came up and they're like uh, they're singing along a little bit and they're like oh yeah you probably don't even know the song and then I start busting out like full on full try try hard full piping. I want it that, and they're like, "Okay, we've all heard all that right. song. It's a, it's an incredible song. It, I mean, ooh. as much as you don't want to admit that you like them, like I don't like oh. any of their songs other than that one, but that's just so catchy. Mm. It was it was a it was a hit. Always will be a hit. Mm. Ooh. Ooh. I I have that song on at least two Spotify playlists. Nothing wrong with that. I respect that. I mean, honestly, like the fact that you're able to be so loud and proud about it. It, it it's pretty amazing. So amazing. You want to hear it again? Right, one more time. You are. My fire. Number two, keep it going. The one desire. Number three. Number three is some beautiful pipes. But number five is where it's at. Four sucks. Two and four sucks. Tell me why. Ain't nothing but a heartache. Tell me why. Ain't nothing but a mistake. Number five. I never want to hear you say. That's all right. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Andy Sandberg. Andy Sandberg. Sandberg. Literal chills. It was number five. Number five killed my brother. It's just. I forgot forgot about that. You needed to go see the episode. It was Uh, the most recent episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And the reason. Okay. So how she sets it up is mm -hmm. that she was hiding in the bathroom or something or in a back room, something like that. Also being retweeted by the breakout podcast. Is that how it should be? Um, but it's just so anyone who's seen it, like you have to see Andy Samberg's face when she, when he says, Oh my God, I forgot about that. It's just so genuine that it, I, I kept laughing. I mean, it's it, funny it, just hearing it, but it's even better seeing his face. Uh, that is, uh, but apparently the best 45 w- seconds of my life. Right. Honestly. Right. I listened to it 15 times last night. Not mm-hmm. even joking. I counted each time, but, um, what she says is that she had to hide, I think in a bathroom star or something and she couldn't see who killed her brother, but she, that song was playing in the, and, and, like, was singing, and when, and when somebody hears the song, you have to sing along. That is amazing. So that's why they do that. That <laughs> is amazing. Yeah. And I love this. I loved every second. Of uh, that is perfect. <sighs> Literally. Like I wouldn't mind just doing a Brooklyn nine, nine podcast. That shows incredible. Like, right. I mean, I mean like we, we could just talk about it more often. It's a great show. I've watched, it's the one show that I need to go back and just start rewatching again. Cause exactly. I have... So I, I watched the first couple seasons. I incredible. There were there's a chunk that I have missed and I'm not up to date. But I would totally do a Brooklyn Nine Nine podcast. I won't lie. I saw. Okay, so I was about ten episodes behind because like it's they're on demand, but not all of them because like their Halloween specials whatnot. You have to pay to see and. Uh, Unfortunately, I haven't seen those yet from season five, but mm-hmm. I'm going to. It's okay. going to be worth it. But uh, I saw that clip when it happened on Sunday. And then I was like, all right, I need to catch up with every episode. So I watched, literally uh, yesterday, I watched every single episode of, of season five. So now I'm all caught up. And that was the last one that came up. And it was just, it was, it was so enjoyable. I, I loved the shit out of that show. Still do. Still always will. Love Andy Sam. I well, love everything he does. He's, he's great. He's hilarious. Did you like, uh, what was the thing with him and a- Adam Sandler, that movie? 
the dad thing. I might not have seen this, and if I haven't seen this, like I feel like I need to. It's only all right. <laughs> it's only all right. But th- the thing about his most of what he does is it's so stupid, and I'm I guess maybe I'm a lower breed of humans that I find it hilarious because I just enjoy things that are so stupid that I that I find it funny. That's my know. boy. That's my boy. I haven't seen that. So I'll give you a quick synopsis. Uh, while a teen himself, Donnie, Adam Sandler, father of Todd, Andy Samberg, uh, and what? Oh, while a fa- or while a teen himself, Donnie fathered a son, Todd, and raised him as a single parent. On Todd's 18th birthday, Donnie cut the youth loose after years of estrangement. The uh, older man shows up unexpectedly on the eve of the son's wedding, uh, sending the young man's life into a tailspin. Uh, Donnie wants to desperately reconnect with Todd, but now must deal with the repercussions of a of bad parenting he exhibited in the past. So one thing that pops up in the movie is, so it's basically Adam Sandler is Andy Samberg's dad. Okay. Which is hilarious in itself. Uh, Andy Samberg is getting married, and there's just all kind of shenanigans that go on. Uh, is one, it on Netflix? It might be. Uh, one thing, one cameo in it, you yeah. have Vanilla Ice. Why? Because uh, Adam Sandler, th- their names are very similar, so I'm having a lot of trouble <laughs> mixing them no, up. No, I get it. Cause so they, Adam Sandler, Andy Samberg. Jewish actors eight and a s they made them bad it it, it really makes sense uh but (laughs) fucking vanilla ice was uncle vanny (laughs) so it was he was adam sandler's friend nice and he was just his crazy uncle but and it was actually like vanilla ice like not like vanilla ice playing somebody it was vanilla ice was his uncle nice uncle like but just yeah obviously i I enjoy that i I would enjoy that very much so have you seen game over man not yet did we talk about it on the podcast yet? We did, I think. Okay, because that reminds me of like the having old rappers cameo on there when they had um, what's his name? Like, why, why am I drawing a blank on that rapper? They're coming about naked, banging. Uh, Shaggy, Shaggy. <laughs> Just the moment, like it's like what we displayed you with that Andy Samberg clip. Like whenever they Shaggy's on the roof and they're forcing him to sing that song, and everybody starts singing along with it. When I was watching it, it was impossible for me not to start singing along with it. And I just, I, if you haven't seen Game Over Man and you enjoy Workaholics, you have mm-hmm. to see Game Over Man. It's basically the characters continued into another movie, but then instead Durs has a problem with substance abuse, which never really... Actually, I think I did see part of it, but I didn't see You should see it. the whole thing. Yeah. It's it's worth. It's 100% worth. All worth. Uh, so That's My Boy is on Netflix, but it's only on Australian Netflix. That's so, so random. So there is a workaround with that. Do I have to lie about him in Australia? Basically. Okay, fair enough. But I can help you on that. That doesn't seem too hard. No. Uh, but yeah, so now that we are 27 minutes into the podcast, should we'll we talk, talk about, about playoff hockey? hockey? Yeah, I feel like we should. Let's get talking about the Penguins. Okay. Because there's been a lot of records broken, which I'm not sure if anyone else cares as much as I do. I, I just find it interesting. I, I think, think it's cool. I think it's really interesting what Matt Murray's doing, what Sidney Crosby's doing, mm-hmm. what Benny Malkin's about to do. What Tang. What Tang's doing. Um, so like, the funniest thing, in my opinion, is they ask Gino, like, what do you think about Sid passing Lemieux for all-time points? For anyone who doesn't know, Sidney Crosby with his goal assist last night was able to pass Marilyn Lemieux in all-time playoff points. 
with about 50 games more played. But hey, it's a different area, different scoring rate. It's going to happen. If you, I'm sure if you looked at it like adjusted era stats, Sidney Crosby is actually probably like way ahead. Mm-hmm. But it's not going to happen because the numbers are different. But also you got to look at down. points per game. Because how many wild, times yeah. have they went to the playoffs? Anyways. It doesn't matter. Regardless of the point, they asked Gino, hey, what do you think about Philip, uh, Crosby passing? He goes, hey, I'm only 10 points away. I've he, two he's like, oh, every, all respect to Sid. He's, he's amazing. Hey, but I'm not too far behind either, guys. Just don't, I'm like 10 points behind. So do you this, think he'll do it this playoff run? Yeah. That'd be great. 100%. Well, I, 100% if we make it to the finals. I don't think he has to make it to the finals. We got one more game against the Flyers for sure. Like, it could go. I don't want to knock on wood. It could go another three, but I'm hoping. It's, it's one more game. One more we'll game. Do it, especially after we're the, done the way it's looking. Yeah. So, but if you give one more game to Geno and then seven games next series. With the way Gino has been producing, there's no reason why he can't get 10 points in the next That's a good point. eight games possible. possible. That's very possible. Very possible. So I, I can't do that. It's, it's an exciting playoff run enough as is with what's going on. But then you got the the Crosby pass Lemieux, Gino could pass Lemieux. And mm. Matt Murray is in, dude, like little okay. Royalty. Yes. Like all so, the other goalies on, on what he's done on this list are Hall, Hall of Famers. Famers. Yes. That's insane. And he beat them all. To it, yeah. By one, 36 games. And then he said he didn't care because it's not a Penguins record or a personal record, so it doesn't matter. It's bigger this than both. Guy, this guy's got the huge so, balls. Okay, in. first off, that automatically, that beats every Penguin record. Yeah, it should. No, yeah. it does. It beats every record. Yeah, true. So it beats Penguin records. So I'll read you what, exactly what I saw in the tweet. It said, with his 5 nothing shutout tonight, Matt Murray recorded his 25th career playoff win in 36 games played. That's stupid. Yeah. He has 11 and losses. making him the fastest NHL goalie to reach that milestone. Other goalies who did that? Uh, Bill Dernan, who I've never, never heard, heard of before. Of. Terry Sawchuck. I've heard Fr- of that guy. Fucking good. Pretty good from what I heard. Gary Chiefs. Never heard of him before, mm. but he's a Hall of Famer as well. Grant Fuhr. We all know him pretty with fucking the fucking good. Edmonton Cups. And then Patrick Waugh. So, yeah, pretty fucking good. Yeah. And the rest of them did it in 37 games played. Matt Murray did it in 36. With those, okay, so with that, Matt Murray has 25 wins. 10 losses. Well, I guess, I think one of them was an OT loss. It doesn't matter. 11 losses. 11 losses. Six of those wins are shutouts. That's just, Whew. that's stupid. Nobody else Ridiculous does that. Ridiculous in the playoffs. For anyone who was like doubting Matt, I almost said Marc-Andre Fleury. So, also doing very good. One what? thing that I do want everyone to be careful about. What's that? This is only one series. Yeah. Because I know that. But he looks so good. He looks so good. But it is the Flyers. It is. So... But we that, need to hold judgment until but, the okay. So I am the biggest Matt Murray supporter, as you should be. As you should be, and I have to argue every single day at work for Matt Murray. And throughout the regular season, it was difficult. Yeah. Throughout this playoffs, I it's it could be very easy, but I've been keeping my mouth shut. You know, Completely you may not agree shut. with this, but with what Mark Andre Fleury did in the regular season and with what he's done so far in the playoffs, statistically speaking, he's the best goalie in the world right now. Yeah. Right now. Right now. And like I think we talked about this last week, though it would not hurt. To it have wasn't Flurry, the full season. More. Yeah, for him. Yeah, but he still played a respectable amount of games. Oh yeah, and still put up a ridiculous save percentage. Oh yeah, on a team that shouldn't be that good. But all statistics point to it. This isn't luck. This is they're actually that good. And I don't want to. We'll talk about Vegas later on the podcast. I don't want to get on them too much right now. But I hey, but hey. I get it. It's one series. But Matt Murray looks 10 times better than he did during the regular season. And oh, yeah. Maybe just because he doesn't care. Maybe during the regular season, it doesn't matter. I mean, I'm sure I want, of course, I'm going to try, but then playoffs come. It matters. Dude, the man looks like he's locked in for a deep playoff run. So I, I need to see at least two two rounds of this before I will start opening my mouth at work. Okay. Basically, basically because I don't, 
I don't want to hear any bullshit. You, do you know how much, how, how many times my hockey knowledge and everything has been questioned? It's Yinzers, man. It hurts sometimes. It really does. It really hurts. Kind of okay. As coming from a Penguins fan, sometimes I hate Penguin fans. No, they are the worst. Uh, I can't. There's, I get why so many people hate them. No, I hate Pittsburgh fans. Yeah, I, mean, I get that too. Penguin fans are good. Yeah. Penguin fans are sole Penguin fans. Mm-hmm. If you are a well, if you are a well-rounded in quotation marks pirate stealer and penguin fan you're missing out on something here's what hurts me though what's that everybody says they're not going to support the pirates there's still people going to the games and people i know who personally say oh i don't go to pirate games anymore next thing i see on their snapchat let's go bucks but they're, they they're, started off real hot they're really boys. good so they're real good this year but okay but then when the front office comes out and says oh. that the reason they're doing so good is because they traded mccutcheon and cole it's like bruh no no it's listen it has to be. No, no, no. It'll it'll turn around. It's an 162 game season. Above 500. 162 games. Yeah. So I don't care. I honestly I don't care. For I some. can't. I can't. I literally. I'm, I'm trying everything I can to get my dad to stop watching. I've never cared really. Like I, I've. N- I want our team to be good. When I was a little kid, I, I always care. enjoyed watching baseball. I don't get why. I just did. Whenever they were really, when they had the uh, what's his, I don't. Garrett Jones. Bay. No, it was Garrett. It was like oh. 2009. Right when I started watching a lot of hockey, I started watching a lot of baseball mm-hmm. as well. I guess just because I finally realized how to watch it on TV. I never knew before when I was a little kid. I just knew where Cartoon Network was, Nickelodeon, Disney. I didn't give a shit about anything yeah. else. And one day I was like, holy shit, I can watch hockey too. <laughs> Sweet. So I started, and I was like, oh, baseball? <laughs> shit. So I started watching around that time. And then the Pirates kind of had like a little bit of America run, almost made the playoffs, and they didn't. And I was like, oh. And the next year they almost did it again. Oh. I was like, no. Oh. Oh. I never went past the wild card. And then I just, at this point, I, I don't have time in my life when I'm trying to actually start a career, hopefully, mm-hmm. and everything else. I just, I can only care about so much. Yeah. I've watched. Almost every single playoff game this this nice. year, it's been it's been enjoyable. It's been very fun. We, I, I've watched a lot of them. Uh, I've watched every single highlight back though. There you go. Which you got to do that. Very important. Like I try to. So throughout the season, I will watch uh, a lot of highlight packs. Not every team, not all of them, but yeah, there's the specific specific teams. Mm-hmm. I will watch. All I do of the same them. thing. Yeah, man. that's important. And what I've been doing, we're sitting our setup. You can kind of see what I've been doing. I got the TV right above you mm-hmm. where you're sitting at, and then I got uh, the black monitor and the white monitor. White monitor I typically use for playing games. One Which one not. do you like better? The white one. It's uh, why is that? It's a one millisecond response time, so it's technically better than the two millisecond response. So time. the white one's better than the black one. The Asus. They're, they're both they're Asus. Both Asus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fine. I enjoy my white monitor more, and I enjoy my black one. Not because of color. Interesting. Just because one performs better than the other. That's it. Oh, That's so what, what, one just performs better. Is there <laughs> any reason? Because I bought can... the white one a year after I bought the, the black one. So. Uh, it was on sale. It was a Christmas gift, actually, believe it or not. So what I do is I put the... So you paid put, more for your I'm black I'm going to ignore what you're saying. I put the... <laughs> the whatever I, game I don't really care about, that I want to keep in the background and kind of glance up at and yeah. watch when I, the other one, like one, say the Penguins or Leafs or whoever I decide oh, I want to watch at that time mm-hmm. is playing. I'll put that one up there so I can keep glancing at it and then I'll be able to watch whatever I want while I'm playing games or just maybe solely just focusing that. What I did do was crazy. <laughs> Mind blown. There was like three games on at once because there was an OT going. I had all three rolling, dude. It nice. was, That's pretty great. And when we go over to our friend Mike's house, we uh, he has two TVs at his house. So we've always been, we've had two games going all the time. And it's been incredible. Like I've never felt like more of a sports fan. Honestly. Than when mm-hmm. just the multi-screens and multi-sport. We were yeah. watching basketball and hockey at the same time. Whew. And legally being able to go. Mm. That's drinking beer, boys. Oh. It's a good feeling. It, you feel like a man. Like, you really do. Like you really feel like, oh. So this is this is what a man is. Craziest thing is if you put a hard days of work in and then do that. So it's rewarding. This is one of the topics at work uh, that we've been talking about: shower beers. Incredible opinion. I, you oh, have to, okay. You have to be sweaty and be cleaning yourself off. 
Exactly. So there are... Otherwise, it's depressing. It's like, you didn't earn this, you piece of shit. What have you there done? There are two times for shower beers for me. Okay. It's either after some sort of physical work or, or after a hockey game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, there, that's what I was trying to explain to uh, the one guy at work. Basically, he said he didn't understand the appeal. And it, he because he just heard the term shower beer, but he didn't get the full explanation. So he just had a shower beer randomly, like he was just taking a shower and had a beer. He what didn't. A, he didn't. He didn't earn it. He didn't know. He knows no, now. No, like I don't even respect. Like if I ever meet this guy, I have to backhand him across this. Place. Well, you will because you're gonna be working with him. <laughs> Is it the guy who hired me? No, not that one. That'd be hilarious. No, it's well. I'll I'll, I'll tell you who. <laughs> okay. Uh, post podcast. Post podcast. I'll t- I'll t- tell you to his face. <laughs> but uh this is the piece of shit he thinks he can just drink one every once uh but i'm gonna i'm gonna get back with him see how what he thinks after a hard work mm-hmm. after a sweat yeah yeah um but even yeah. if it's just going for a run go for a run just shower break. reward yourself treat yourself mm-hmm. you know if you ever seen parks and rec you know you gotta treat yourself treat yourself but, mm, the penguins did breaks. what nobody what honestly no team expects to do ever is go into somebody else's arena and you win both games mm-hmm. away like it's just it's not easy to do, especially because when you can see when a team starts getting a little bit of adrenaline and then the fans start cheering. Like I saw there was a chance during game four that the Flyers came so close to scoring. I think it's because they had a power play and they just they had a lot of zone. They time. had a lot of moment, momentum. And, but Mark, not Mark Andre, Matt Murray made a few key saves, mm-hmm. kept him in the game, kept the shot out rolling. Yep. And then was able to maintain whenever the Flyers came with even more pressure when all the fans started cheering for them. You could see that there was a, they had a jump, a, a jump in the step that the Penguins didn't have. Yeah. And I've never actually been able to experience a home atmosphere to know what it's like to get a boost from the fans but what i can do, only what imagine. do you mean like i've only played deck or ice hockey oh, oh i thought you like, meant it, it felt I, good I, when, my, no, 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 when no, i score going i hear my dad go yeah Keith. <laughs> yeah yeah i thought you meant in uh it like at a game no i've oh, yeah, i've as been a there fan, you as can a feel fan. it as a fan yeah, there's exactly. energy in the building no but no there's a as a hundred percent as someone that has barely seen that yeah. uh with you know a couple hundred people yeah it's you can a hundred percent feel it it's uh it's always been pretty even like the fan wise mm-hmm. uh, ratio but you can really tell when you're getting some mem- some momentum people start talking people start cheering it feels good you just know you can you honestly for me i'll feel like tingles that makes sense and you feel it and you just like no, nothing fails yeah type of one of those and then nothing nothing fails it's like whenever your favorite song comes on yes that or just the tingling like a hair on the back of your neck stands up and just when something good happens. I got you. It's incredible. It's kind of like the reverse feeling, like like this morning when I shit myself, when I read that. Not literally. Oh. oh. Almost. Uh, I thought that was a story. Almost this morning did. when I shit myself. No, I was, I was scrolling, perusing through some Twitter. And I was like, whew, from Jason Mackey. Uh, Matt Murray just got hurt in practice. Mm-hmm. Athletic trainer out. Practice stopped as Murray gathers himself. I was like, oh, God. Mm-hmm. Like, is Casey DeSmith about yep. to do... He's not... I mean, he's, he's good, but he's not Matt Murray. He's not going to just lead us to a third grade in the country. Mr. Game but, 5. You never know. You never know. But never I know. just... I don't know. And then immediately after, the Penguins put out a tweet that said, Hey, Matt Murray's all right, guys. Just case... Hey. No, don't worry. Someone fucking rocked him, but that's all right. He's okay. I was just scared, man. After seeing what happened to oh, yeah. Sean Couturier from, of course, Radko Gudis. For anyone who doesn't know. I mean, I feel like you have, you have to know it. Okay. Kind of? 100%. 100%, but a, a good defenseman would be aware of his surroundings that's a different it was two different drills though so my i blame dave haxtell really that's a t- Wait, was it two different i didn't hear that did you see the video i saw the video it looked like it looked like he was no those have to, those are 100 percent two different drills right uh i don't I, know i'm gonna watch the video again uh because whoops uh so basically what i saw 
Radko Gudis is looking to his left. Sean Couturier is skating down from the right. I'm not sure why else he'd be doing it unless he was part of that drill. And then they just go knee on knee with each other. And immediately, you, you see, as soon as Couturier gets to his knees, he whips his stick. And, like, you, I didn't hear it in the video, but I'm sure it's screaming, fuck. And, like, at that point, you could tell like, he knew something was wrong. Like, something in the, it got fucked up there or else. It, I mean, like, I feel like if you're a player, I've never had that happen to me. But you would you'd know instantly that you just can't put the pressure on there. So you got to play it for yourself. But I don't know if it was separate drills. I feel like it was just Gudis not paying attention to his surroundings. And I don't know how Kachuri, like, he was looking that way. There's His head was down looking at the puck because he's a obviously a terrible hockey player clearly yeah, not a first line center for the uh, flyers at all clearly i mean if you have your head down you're a bad hockey player yeah, they didn't have a career or anything no big deal no 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 No, yeah there's no, no yeah no they have two separate pucks uh okay. yeah so that's 100 percent two different drills. i wasn't paying attention to that yeah but... so i that's why i thought they were two different drills so that's that's some bush league shit by dave haxtell that's something you do when you don't have enough ice because you can't afford it but you sh- you're the philadelphia fucking flyers but they don't have separate ice. when the penguins want to run a practice they don't they, they they just have the the uh, cranberry practice facility. Yeah, th- those know. are two different things, completely unintentional. If but you're gonna run two different drills, why don't you do on two different sides of the ice? Or I don't they're know. probably running even more than that. Probably. But that's just <sighs> from the clip I heard. I was uh, listening to some guys in Sportsnet talk about it, and I thought what they were saying, basically what I got from it, was that it was the same drill, and it just Gudas had lack of situational awareness, but. Uh, obviously wrong. You two different pucks, two different drills. It, it might be the same drill where you have multiple pucks. Why would you do that? That's a, that's never happened in a game. That's a thing. I no, guess. no, no, no. It, not uh, two different stages of the drill. Okay, I got you. Like, yeah, because that, that happens all the time. You'll have it exactly like this. You'll have your forward take a puck. He'll go and take a shot because he needs to basically waste some time while the defenseman do a slight little breakout drill. I got you. And then they mix together. Yeah. So that would make sense. It. Mm-hmm. That's, okay, but you see that, and you see, like, that's knee on knee. Couturier probably is going to have some problem putting weight on that side of that leg for... And, uh, did I tell you about knee on knee? Uh, yeah, the ice hockey game? Yeah, like... Recently. Last week? Yeah. I, I got, dude, I, I still can't yeah, walk right. Okay, so imagine now you're and Sean Couturier. I was fucking barely moving. Yeah, right? And you're thinking about playing game five. Mm-hmm. Why? At what point? At what point is a... Oh, no. He has to be like a 60, 70% Sean Couturier. Why do you not just put somebody who's healthy in there? Like, I get it. Like, it's, it's it's ride or die. But, um, dude, like, you see how fucked up he looks from that. So, okay. Why are you you, you went You went with a different different uh, different angle than I thought you were going to. Uh, because I would, if it was me, I would 100% play. You want to, but should you? I don't know. Are but, you really going to be able to give me 100% of your effort? That, 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 like I said, that was the different route. Because I was assuming that you were going to do, why would you risk your knee? I'm like, no, fuck it. No, fuck. No, I'm not worried about that. Yeah, I'm just but, saying, like, he's not going to be his best self. And he's a Selkie candidate. Clearly, he's good at both ends of the puck. You know why? Probably because he's a decent skater. He's probably better than decent. Mm-hmm. And you're, I mean, I get it. It's like the situation where we were, uh, when we went to win our first cup. Well, not our first. Our, Crosby's era's second cup in 2015 against the Lightning. They were about to be, it was ride or die. Steven Stamkos probably shouldn't have played. He did play. And you know what? He didn't look like 100% Steven Stamkos. Yeah. So do you get your most value out of Sean Couture? Because at that point, like, you can't play him on the first line, can you? Like, you can't expect him to play his regular amount of minutes right after, like, a few days after that happening. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I really... So, the, that's the thing with knee to knees is they can fuck you up or it can just hurt for a minute and then you'll be good. Yeah, fair enough. I guess we're not him. We don't know. But here's the, here's the thing, main thing for me. We got Claude Giroux 
who's going to be playing on that first line. Mm-hmm. Either way. Yeah. And if you don't have 100% Sean Couturier, <laughs> how are you going to help Claude Giroux get out of something? Like, I know this is kind of nitpicky, but it's also kind of a scary stat if I'm a Flyer fan. Claude Giroux has not registered an even strength point since the playoffs in 2014. What? Now, I know they missed it last year. How many years have they missed it now? Just one, right? Or was it two? Was it back-to-back years? I don't know. But regardless. No, because they played the Capitals. Dude, it's Was been... that last year? No, they... Was it? No, they got Nolan Patrick. Yeah, right. Because I remember being at the one Madden tournament with Greg and watching, and we were talking with Matt. So was it 2015 then that they played last? It would have had to have been. And it, it was either last year or the year before. We eliminated caps for that round, so you yeah. know how that works. No, yeah, it was the first. It was the 2017 yeah. Cup. No, because and did they get it? 2016, 2016. Okay, sorry, I got you. I got yeah. you. But regardless, that's the scary stat if I'm a Flyers fan. And there's they don't really have a better option. Now I agree. I'll give him, Nolan Patrick has looked great. Yes, yes. I don't want him to play for the Flyers. I want to like Nolan Patrick. I don't. It's mi- the same situation. Like I like Claude Giroux until we play him. Exactly. See, I uh, I don't need to like Nolan Patrick. You're right. I like, but no, I want to be able to because I really like Nico Heischer. He's fun to watch. I I I like Nico Heischer. I I I'm okay with hating Nolan Patrick. Like as if if he was even on the senators or something some just if he was on the wild I, i'd still be okay with hating him okay fair enough i guess no nolan patrick just does i don't know he seems kind of like a piece of shit yeah he he, he, he seems like he he's does. perfect for but the he'd flyers be our great piece of shit oh i would love him on but our team him, but it's, it's besides the point it's not even what uh, what matters now here's what i don't like what i've seen from claude mm-hmm. Giroux. yeah i think it was game it might have been for a, a quote from game one mm-hmm. Where he said, once they got up 3 nothing, I knew it was over. Mm-hmm. Is that what you want your captain to be saying? No. Because you should want him to think, at any point, I can rally from A three-goal lead is what Dude, breaks the back? No, it shouldn't be. That be- is pathetic. Because you know what used to happen? I, who Was it? It was, was it the... No, it was the Blue Jackets. That one year, every single time there was a three-goal lead, it was eliminated. <laughs> every single time that series, whether it was them with the lead or us with the lead. Mm-hmm. They I just couldn't that. hold leads. Yep. There hasn't been a single lead change in the series sense it's either been whatever team scores yeah. first wins well let's hope we score first on friday i see no re- i feel like even if we don't score first on friday that home, we're, we're just so good on home ice we're, we're good on Matt home Murray's ice the man on home they'll ice. they'll take a penalty we'll Knock score uh it, i see i'm predicting a hundred percent victory on friday yeah i i I, I see it happening as well. I'm not even not, I'm that confident. Oh, I'm not, no, no, yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, yeah. So I, I'm predicting victory, hundred percent. You know what's really sad? What's that? I, I know two shutouts were involved in this, but with the three games that the Penguins have won, do you know what the combined score is, by any chance? Like three games that the Penguins have won. Yeah, one go, one game. Oh. Is, dude, it's seventeen to one. Oh. In three games, and then we lost that one game. What was it? Four one five one. Five one. With the one was an empty net. So. So it's. Regardless, like that's it's, just wait. That goal differential. Even if you count that oh. game, it's eighteen to six. Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 baby girl, oh. what you doing? Three times. Yeah. The amount of goals. Yeah. So, oi. Do you want to? Let's find out why Phil Kessel is the wild card of the Pittsburgh Penguins. Now, real quick, have you've seen It's Always Sunny, right? Of course. So you can kind of describe like what each friend is throughout the show, and they always consider Charlie Day the wild card. Like mm-hmm. he'll just do whatever, and he's funny unintentionally like he he can be a funny guy but a lot of the things he does is just funny because it's just who he is so exactly play the clip oh castle 
What kind of a teammate is he? Uh, a special one. <laughs> Crystal Tang. <laughs> Sidney Crosby. Evgeny uh, Malkin. It's not simple guy, for sure. Sidney Crosby. Know, it's hard to put into one sentence. You just can't smile when Phil's around. He's just so Why? funny. Even I think he's not even trying to be funny half the time, but he's just <laughs> so funny. What so did you think he's you at the media day getting pictures. Phil Kessel. Jim Rutherford. <laughs> if there's ever a guy that I've ever played with that just has a knack for saying something at the right moment, something that's totally unexpected, he's capable of it. How's your breath? <laughs> it's not good, eh? <laughs> <laughs> no, I meant in terms of conditioning. Oh. <laughs> Probably my favorite show interview. <laughs> he's such an easy guy to talk to. Uh, he's not afraid to, to make fun of himself. I definitely have no hair. <laughs> Need to get it fixed, I'll tell you that much. And then uh, he's just grown out way too long now. Yeah, and, uh, yeah exactly. Skills. And then the guy's ask, one of the producers is to ask him to flip a puck on a stick. Yeah. Oh, I don't, I'm not sure I have those skills. <laughs> I'm not sure I have those skills. Oh, ha. Ah, got it. See that? Yes, yeah, look at that. So whenever I ask <laughs> your teammates about you, Phil Castle. a big smile and usually a laugh starts coming over them. I don't know. I don't, I don't think I'm that funny. Home loan. Tomorrow morning, 10 a.m. Santa! I love the Star Wars. It's about to come up. Yeah, right after this. The force is strong with the Penguins. Join us and fight the dark side when we battle the Islanders on December 7th. Buy tickets, you must. Cut, pause that. Pause that. Why, like, Phil? Phil, if you're... Phil, just go for the Yoda impression. And buy mm. tickets, you must. Like, yeah. Just, just do something. Make, make me get well, Don't say it like that. Come on, Phil. I know, I know there's more personality there. Keep playing it. May the force be with you. How would you describe Doesn't even yourself? sound like he How cares. Do He's doing it because he has to. Well, I don't know. I'm pretty chill. <laughs> Ryan Reeves is about to scare him. <laughs> I want to... Okay, pause her again real quick. I want a Chill Bill remix with Chill Phil. Right? That should be the next breakout parody. We'll do that. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll, we got, I'll we, we, we got this. Yeah. Okay. Is there any more to this? <laughs> I just had a heart attack. He goes from Toronto to being the the guy, to coming to Pittsburgh to being just one of the guys. I, uh, I that's actually a great point. I think that's one thing that we've all we've said this for a while, but that's one thing that has really helped him. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, I, I, like the fact he handled being in Toronto pretty well, in my opinion. Yeah. Like a lot of players, for whatever reason, can't handle the media. That's a big thing they always say. Mm -hmm. Dude, Phil didn't. He just didn't really interview if he didn't want to. It's that simple. He kind of does it here. You don't see him to interview too often. That's why, like that Pierre Maguire interview was kind of legendary because oh, yeah. nobody expected it to happen, and nobody expected Pierre to ask such a odd question. Like he had to have known what he was doing because nobody, ex dude, nobody says how is your breath and like oh yeah, you know I'm pretty out of shape. It's no, it, yeah. I've never heard anyone say that. Never, like, not even once. No. And if you want to know how his breath is, literally just watch. Look at the bench every single time he comes back from being on a ship. His head is always down. Always down. And I don't know if that's just how he regroups himself or if he's just that exhausted every single shift. <laughs> that's not a bad thing, though. No, he's it's putting fine. it all out there on the ice. Yeah, yeah. I, I respect the hell out of Phil, mm -hmm. man. He's, dude, nobody works. Like, he back checks. People always say he didn't play defense. I mean, he plays defense. He's a great playmaker. And when he decides he wants to be a shooter, he's one of the best in the league. Mm -hmm. it, it's it's kind of ridiculous, like, how vilified he was. Oh, I don't get for it how at great all. he was. Yeah, especially being the guy, the only guy in Toronto. He, dude, he made Tyler Bozak a millionaire. Mm -hmm. Like he was going to make at least some. Bozy ended up making four point two million dollars. Do you think that's all because of Bozy did? No, it's because Bozy was there on the fucking doorstep half the time. If you look at, well, I think <clears> it was the last year Phil was there. Bozak had one of the highest shooting percentages in the league, 
not because he's shooting a lot, just because he was just putting in empty netters. Yeah. Basically. They could always, they find him on the other side, just tap right in. Yeah. Uh, Phil Kessel is the man. Oh, so the, and the two-time Stanley Cup champion. I couldn't, like, every single time I look at what happened because of the Phil Kessel trade, like, mm-hmm. we could have had Travis Konecki. That yeah. sucks. We didn't. And we could have had Matt Barzal. I mean, that well, that wasn't the Phil no, Kessel. No, that, that was David Perron. My bad. Which is But still, up. regardless, we could have, we could still have Kasperi Kapanen, one of the fastest skaters mm-hmm. in the league. You know what? I'm fine with Phil because I don't Hell think yeah. we get to where we are on the chance of a three-peat without Zero a, sto- a Phil Kessel. We would have – the Penguins would still have three Stanley Cups without yeah, Phil Kessel. Exactly. Yeah. There's no doubt in my mind. Maybe maybe one more, but just – dude, that first year literally was – Phil Kessel should have got MVP. He, he should have got the Conn Smythe, but – If, 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 uh, if they, he's Canadian. No, if they knew that we would win the year after and they could give it to Sid, they, yeah. Phil would have won. Yeah, I guess. Basically because – they they the whole I think the whole reason Sid won was Sid needs a consmite. Yeah, he he but can't. But Gino re- deserved it the first run through. So he did. So that, yeah. that's why they gave it to him. But and they kind of thought you know well the Penguins look pretty sick they're probably gonna win every year. Yeah, that makes sense. So, so you know I guess we'll Sid can get get it next year. <laughs> Hopefully, right? But uh, yeah. So if Sid didn't need a consmite, Phil would have won the first year. Twenty sixteen. You know who a man. Who also gets criticized mainly in Pittsburgh by maybe not media, but everybody I talk to mm-hmm. in person hates him for no reason. Do you know? Do you know who I'm talking about by any chance? It's not Crystal Tang. That's been a recent thing out of yeah. most friend groups I go to. They all hate him. Yeah, and I get it. He gives he gives the puck away a lot, and it hasn't been. He hasn't looked like peak Crystal Tang. But just but remember what the man went through, and I think we talked about last podcast. He didn't start skating after that neck surgery until August. Mm-hmm. And End he, of August, and he's never. It's never throughout the season, throughout the playoffs. It never looks like he's he's regressed at all. He's always been progressing, always been getting better, because he's getting back to one hundred percent. Because he's getting used to. He's getting his legs back under. He's him. getting his legs back it's, under. It's it in the takes NHL. a fucking while. And Mike Sullivan continues. He even talked about in the, the article I was reading. He said, "I intentionally put Chris up against the toughest competition. Competition, maybe knowing it may may not be where he should be, but it's where he's going to be because if I keep putting him up against it, he'll get used to being the old Chris Tang he mm-hmm. was." And the man's look shaky. His giveaways, like, I don't know how that's going to... I just hope... Um, like, I just think playing over and over and over again is going to help him. No, he he didn't play for over a year. And same situation, a similar situation, just different shitty scenarios, unfortunately. Holy what do you mean? Yeah. yeah. His, dude, his his Kale Mary QB basically <sighs> passed all the way over them, landed right on Riley Shane's stick, and he went down just to snipe it. Mm-hmm. Like, that, was, that was beautiful. That was pretty play. sick. That was, and that just kind of makes me feel like we'll eventually see Oli Mata at his best again. I just... I hope it's sooner than later. And this whole year, he really hasn't been bad. Everybody was talking about last year in the playoffs when he just, and towards the end of the regular season, where he was just getting beat all the time and it was basically a turnstile. Like everybody was just going straight through him. I don't, that hasn't been the only mad I've seen this year. And I'm starting to see a little bit more touches of offense again. Like all of a sudden, yeah. he can do it all over again. Like it's his rookie season. Yeah. Only mad is back. Only mad is starting to become back. And I'm so glad that we still have him. 100%. Yeah. I haven't loved the contract through his play, but again, like it's just somebody who has to get back to where they were. Exactly. And it's weird to say that because where he was at his peak was 18, 19 years old. But hey, I mean, some guys, some people work different than other people. And I'm just hoping that uh, it, it, it continues for Chris and Ole to just continue to see progression, progression. And you know what? We're not in a bad situation. So I, I see nothing but hopefully it, it going up from here. And I want to ask you again. Sure. I think we talked about this before. What is the point of hockey interviews? It just so I don't know. 
after okay what is maybe put this Be- better way what is the point of hockey interviews with how the way the pr trains them to go because it's that you, there isn't is what i'm it's, that, that's, that's the whole thing and oh it's because it's the same thing the whole idea is i think the whole idea is to hope that someone forgets their training forget, or yeah because they know what they're going to write before they even ask any questions so have you heard of getting malkin's interviews yeah because this was one that happened the other day and i want you to listen to this one and tell me if it sounds any different than any interview he does throughout the rest of the year other than when he gets pissed off and he tries to motivate the team with it's basically the same thing it doesn't exactly make sense and it's just gino kind of in broken english saying what he does well and we we get that we know that's what you're going to do and we know you're going to say that so why do we keep wasting our time with hockey interviews that's that's my only question for you so go ahead and play the clip all right now you have a, a chance to finish it off at home how do you keep it going in game five on friday it's same it's same plan you know like uh very important first 20 minutes you know uh, try score like you know and uh play like play our game like uh crazy like uh four check you know like uh take puck you know and uh, play offense song well thanks for this yeah. and congratulations thank you <laughs> what did, right, did we learn have... anything from that <laughs> did you learn not a single a thing, thing? Did, not okay. a thing so what is the goal of the game have a good first 20 minutes Try and score a goal, and then try and steal the puck and create offensive opportunities from that. Like, that's hockey one at one. Yeah. What? So why? I I get you don't want to at this point just get rid of a reporter's job, but like, do we need to have the same? Like, why don't they just start replaying hockey interviews? Like, I, did, nothing changed. We we. <laughs> <laughs> I if you I, want, I wonder what would happen if uh one just like asshole like if one of us were like an editor. If one of us just put an old interview, if anyone would notice. They wouldn't. I guarantee you it. Like, if I were in a report at this point, I'd be like, all right, let's just play the clip from Gino from, like, what? It's the same situation about two weeks ago. Just play it. Yeah. Oh, they lost to the Flyers? Okay. Well, we'll play the standard lose to the Flyers. We'll play the standard win against the Bruins. Just have a stock clip. Yeah. Basically. That's uh, what it's getting to. So, let's talk about the rest of the NHL. Yeah. I um, We could talk about the rest of the playoffs in a second, but I just have something that I want to make sure we get to. Okay. Because it hurts me as an individual. Ooh, okay based on everything they said. And this is a situation with the New York Rangers. So Henrik Lundqvist had the option to get traded at the deadline, from what I understand. Um, Mm -hmm. So this is coming straight from Jim Dolan, who is the MSG chairman who oversees all operations for MSG. So I'm guessing this is more than just hockey. I think they have... Well, yeah, it's Madison Square Gardens. So So everything that goes in there, there is the MSG network, which has the uh, Islanders and the fucking Devils on it. Yeah. Uh, so that's all I know for sure, but there, I would imagine there's a good chunk of the, like probably the Knicks who play at MSG. Right? I don't know. The, so you I look think at me like the, I know. I, I feel like the Knicks play at MSG and the Nets play at Barclays. I was hoping you know, this is why I kind of threw that question on you. Cause I didn't really okay. care to look into it cause I, it doesn't really matter. So that I don't, I'm not for one, anything up. Okay. For yeah. one, why is this guy saying this information? For two, I want you to listen to what I say and then remember what the, tr- the Rangers said at the trade deadline and tell me if this isn't going against everything they said. Yeah. Everything they said. Mm-hmm. So Henrik Lundqvist had the option to get traded and Jim Dolan said, we told Hank that if he didn't want to ride out this process, we'd find a good landing place for him. Awesome. Probably what you should have done. Henrik mm-hmm. Lundqvist isn't going to win a Stanley Cup, you think, in the next upcoming years, right? Mm-hmm. No. Well, Dolan also says during a conversation at the MSG office, uh, he said he wanted to stay and see it through. I'm very happy that he feels that way and I think with him at the top of his game, that gives us our best chance at competing for a playoff spot next year. Didn't they just say they were going to commit to the rebuild? So maybe their definition of a rebuild is different than... It's a retool. That's a retool. If you're expecting to trade away a bunch of pieces, get in a bunch of draft picks, and then make the playoffs next year, I guess that makes sense why they're trying to land Ilya Kovalchuk. Yeah. But 
did you not okay so do you, what do you think if you what do you think that's in in their mind do you think it's that they want to either take those picks and trade them for actual assets or do you think they want to keep those picks and draft players or do you want them do you think they want to trade those picks for better picks and get players that'll impact them immediately if they were smart they're smart, which they, they would, aren't. They would go. They would draft their players, and they do what most successful teams do, and grow your own stars. Mm-hmm. That's just otherwise you need, you're going to overpay. You need to be bad. Do you know how much money they're probably going to throw at Ilya Kovalchuk, who's like so 37, much 36, 37 years old now? Yeah, so much money. Too much. Or is he 35? I feel like he's just 35 because he, he had to become be 35 to get rid of the rights for the New Jersey Devils. Not was it that, anymore. or was it the fact that it was so many years after? I'm not sure. I don't know. I'm honestly not sure. All I know is that you're not going to get Ilya Kovalchuk in his prime, and you're probably going to overpay for him, and you're already paying Henrik Lundqvist, what, eight and a half, nine and a half million dollars? I'm not even he sure. He just turned 35. a lot of money. Four days ago, actually. Okay. Happy birthday, fun. Ilya, if you're listening out there. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, Probably not. Probably not. But, does, oh, but okay, why is Jim Dolan saying any of this? Like, just right. keep your mouth shut. That's like literally every single situation I see with so many teams. When when you're a bad team, most of the time, your ownership's talking too much. Mm-hmm. And that weighs into it because at this point, now now if they, they don't have any, like if you're trying to make a deal with a team and maybe it's to get a player who would help you right now. They already found out your goal for next year is to compete for a playoff spot. So now all of a sudden, maybe that player that you're getting before, I'm not saying it will, but it could happen. that Maybe they jack the price up for him because they know you want him really bad. Oh, you want to compete for a playoff spot? And this player is going to help for that? All right, well, why don't you give us a little bit more? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Why don't you give us that player and a pick? I, I, it's just It doesn't seem like the best situation, and it never seems like anything positive comes from any kind of management opening their mouth in any way that they don't need to. Yeah, I, I really don't know, dude. It's... The Rangers are fucked. Yeah. We don't often get good clips from GMJR because he doesn't say a lot because he shouldn't. He shouldn't. You really should just keep your mouth shut because what is the NHL? It is a competitive league where all the GMs are pitted against each other. Yeah. Why would you tell everyone else what you're doing? You shouldn't. That's a terrible I mean, I idea. I want to know, but I want to know because I'm a know. fan. I don't need to know. But I don't need to know. I just need to see cups. Exactly. Uh, that's So it is a terrible idea to show your hand. You know who hasn't said a word since, like, the right, the day after the expansion draft? George McPhee. I haven't heard a single word from him. That's a good point. Not a, not a word. They didn't talk about their plans for the playoffs, as far as I know, or anything like that. And that's probably for the best. Unless that's just the Eastern bias. But maybe. Or maybe I, we don't... We're not around... Maybe we just don't hear it, but... Yeah, but, I, but my, still. I keep my ears open. But I no, we, I, we, we would hear... If, no, if he, there might, was a juicy he, he might talk. We He might... He may be talking... But if he said something juicy, we'd hear hear about it. 100%. So, yeah. that's what, that's uh, what yeah, I that's Yeah, that's a good point. So, yeah, he obviously knows what he's doing, apparently. No, apparently. Well, he has to, right? Because from what yeah. I saw last night, um, dude, they continue to make history. Like, they're writing history while history is writing itself. It's it's insane. So, Vegas did something that no inaugural team has ever, expansion team has ever done. And that's sweep a playoff round. I think that there's been other expansion teams who have won a playoff round, at least. But no ex- expansion... Uh, any sports team from what I saw has ever swept in the first round and they did. And while they were doing that, they set another record for Vegas for uh, requiring the fewest goals scored ever to win a playoff series, which was seven. They scored seven, a goal per game. I mean, uh, they did. They didn't. Did, what? Oh no, no, no. They only played four games. I'm stupid. <laughs> I was about to be like, did they go game? No, 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 no. They, uh, they, they won in four games with only seven goals. That's stupid. Mm-hmm. Fucking stupid. And, <laughs> apparently on the other end jonathan quick set a record for oh, no. highest save percentage for a goalie 
who got swept in the playoffs. Hmm. There's been other goalies who have posted better save percentages, but they went like six or seven games. Yeah. So this is the first time a team got swept, and he had a 947 save percentage. Wow. Like most of the time you hear about that, you expect that goalie like what won the, won the round most likely. What? No. The goalie who won that round had like a 977 save percentage. Fire had two shutouts in a game in a series that they Ridiculous. only took four to win. That's stupid. Mm-hmm. Wow. And wow, the odds for Vegas winning the cup went from the beginning of the season. They were at 200 to one. So if it's, you were out there and you threw money down Vegas winning the cup, you might have a big payday coming soon. That would be amazing. Because there are a couple people, or not a couple people, there's a bunch of people that have done it. Probably. They're going to be so yeah. fucking great. Well, those odds went from 200 to one to four to one. Yeah. The only other team that has a four to one odds to win the Stanley Cup, Nashville Predators. Mm-hmm. Insane. Boy. That is insane. And we're about to see something else. I'm not sure if ever has ever happened in league history before. And that's the fact that the Golden Knights swept their round. Sharks swept their series. And they're going to face up in the second round. Hmm. I, I, bet, I bet that's happened no, before. No, I Googled it. Oh, it hasn't happened before. I, I, go- I mean, granted, I only spent like five minutes searching around. And I changed the wordage a little bit. Yeah. But I didn't see any other NHL series where a team has swept in both rounds to, to hmm. move on and play each other. So that's going to be interesting. That's pretty cool. At least from what I saw, no, I don't think any other team has gone undefeated in the playoffs and faced off against another team who is also undefeated. I mean, granted, it's one round, four games, but still. Yeah, still, that's cool. awesome. It's weird. I, I, I just kind of like weird kind of history. Goofy like stats that. like that. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty cool. It, it's Yeah, I, I like things like that. They're just little tidbits that just make the game a little bit more fun. Exactly. And since, you know what, since we talked about the Sharks a little bit, did you see Melka Carlson and Ryan Getzloff like make out last night? It was really cute. I mean, for anyone who didn't see it, you go. You can Google the clip. It's they didn't actually make out, unfortunately. That would have been hilarious, mm-hmm. but they they didn't. Uh, so they were skating, and I, they both ran into each other like face to face, and it, it was pretty funny. I just thought it was a cute little thing. But <laughs> while we're talking about the Sharks, they did another thing that no other NHL team has done before. Never done before. Because why would it? I'm not sure why it would ever be done. But they were the first NHL team to clinch a series on the Golf Channel. Ooh. Yeah, I tried to watch that. I oh, I did watch that game last night. I tried to watch. I tried to throw on my TV a little early, and I saw golf was on. I was like, oh, I gotta change this. <laughs> I can't watch this. Uh, I, I mean, I don't mind golf. I just don't. I don't get it. You don't. I don't get the appeal. Oh, okay. I was like, you don't understand. No, the game. I understand it's, the game. It's pretty the ball, the fucking hole. It's pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> uh, I just don't get an hour. Okay, so <clears throat> it's hours of watching the same person do the same thing with the same goal over and over and over again. So I've never watched a golf game like just watched it yeah i've it's that, that's background that's uh i would go over to uh my paps for father's day and it would be in the background we'd be having a conversation and every once in a while you'd look at the tv that makes sense you don't I, for me at least in i golf on occasions i never watch golf like no. some people do i know that but former host on the show greg his dad greg believe it or not crazy thing right what and uh we were over there about to record a podcast last week i was waiting for you to show up and he puts on the tv and he's watching and he's like oh it's a good one to watch keith you're lucky you're sitting here and i was like dude it, like, it was pretty good. i don't even know what's going on the master i'm trying but i just i couldn't find a fuck to give it was really i kept good. dude i was searching all around my pockets i was just not, any, not even one fuck not even one fuck wow I tried. You were all out of fucks. Dude, I, I am an open-minded person. I like to think that most things are interesting mm-hmm. if you actually understand what's going on. But yeah. I just, maybe one, okay, I think maybe I'm not old enough. Maybe if I, once I have like a gray hair, I'll be like, oh, golf? Let me tell you. I've I had, work on my swing over the I weekend. had gray hair when I was four. So maybe that's why you're so into golf. That might be it. That yeah. could be it, yeah. Hmm. So do you dye it to be a ginger? No, no, no. It, it like just, one no, gray it hair. Itself, or it fucked itself up on purpose. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it was like one gray hair. And uh, then actually... Uh, on the way, I was grabbing lunch yesterday, 
the person I was with, they picked a gray hair out of my head again. There, I just have like random. And apparently, like, you're really stressed. Apparently, you want to talk about it. Yes, Keith. So, <laughs> I, I did something. Oh yeah. I, I have to confess. I don't think you want to tell all the fans about this. So, do you remember a couple years back when he stole a car? No. <laughs> when? It's a joke. Of course, nobody nobody would steal a car. Of, like, co- of course not. Ugh. What happened? So was it the day Greg left us for college? I feel like it was the day Greg left us for college. Would you, okay. Greg, if you're listening, it's your fault that Lou's depressed. This, this is tough. This is really tough for me to say. Okay. It, it, oh, man. Did your uncle diddle you while the game Sorry was Do above you, you and you realized how ironic it was? That's not a, that's a bit better. Yeah, I know. Uh, Do you remember there was a boat? Yeah. They called it the Titanic. Yeah, it was actually the Olympic. Crazy conspiracy I saw. So that went down. Mm-hmm. It might have been my fault. Okay, fair enough. 1911, bro? You time traveling? Yes. Damn. Now, no, I, I'm not time traveling. I'm just like 500 years old, and I go in and out of comas. Okay, I get that. So I'm like... You're a vampire. Exactly. Essentially, yeah. Yeah, okay. Dude, I... Okay, have you ever... Have you ever seen a Shane Dawson conspiracy video? No. I haven't watched Shane Dawson since... Two, like, maybe ever. But the other day, I was listening... Um, to some random podcast, it's like, bro, you need to you need to listen to a Shane Dawson conspiracy video. And like, I get it. You can't listen to too many and actually believe them because mm-hmm. it's a conspiracy theory. It's just a, yeah. for fun, for shiggles. I watched them for five hours yesterday. <laughs> 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 I clicked on one. <laughs> I clicked on one and I was just... Wait, hold on. Hold on. Five hours of Shane Dawson conspiracy? Yes. <laughs> what? Dude, they're, they're interesting. No, there are that many? Yeah. How? He's been doing these since like 2015, apparently. I, I, for a while. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. Shane Dawson can uh, like conspiracies about Shane Dawson? No, 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 no. Oh, I don't care about that guy. Oh, okay. No, no, no. It's okay. him going him through going through conspiracy theories. Yeah. Okay. And they're actually dude. Okay, so like that. No, that I can understand. I was like, I don't give anywhere near enough. No, of shit. I don't even know who. He, like, I don't even know. Like, I barely. I know his name's Shane Dawson. I don't even think that's his real name. I feel like that's Probably just not. a stage name that yeah. most people do. But regardless, I just I clicked on one because I was I saw uh, they were like, dude, if you ever heard his conspiracy about the Titanic, because it's not his conspiracy. Yeah. It's basically the internet's, and he tries to find as much info as possible. Mm-hmm. But there was this conspiracy that the Titanic, because it was supposed to be an unsinkable ship, was actually switched out with a ship that the same cruise liner had called the Olympic, which was about to be like decommissioned because they couldn't do it, and they knew that it was becoming shitty, but they didn't think it'd be that shitty. And there's just enough information that it's like it seems legitimate. And then, dude, what's his name? James Cameron, when he went to make the Titanic, yeah, he went down to do all those expeditions. When they found the boat, what did they find on the side? A big M, a big P. I don't know. Like, what does MP mean? Olympic. Oh, it was oh, because oh. they used to put the names on the sides of the boat. Yeah, but they're saying because so much year wear and tear, the Titanic stickers fell off, and it shows that. It, I don't know if it's true, but all I know is that about five hours later, I was like, I need to go to bed. Holy <laughs> shit! I've just listened to five. I, I needed the Penguin game and the other games. I was just listening in the background and just watching it. Now I know it sounds crazy, and it kind of was. I don't, do I do I believe in most of it? No, I actually don't believe in almost any of it except for the titanic stuff but god damn it if they aren't interesting man they like i don't get why maybe it's just because i like to hear like theories i always like i always find theories to be interesting i don't know oh yeah no for sure it, it's it's you don't Dude, you I, can't believe them all but they're very fun did you see okay 9 11 everybody's talking about those conspiracies mm-hmm. did you see the one where like they think that it was actually like they, they kind of added special effects for the plane and it was all just explosions 
Hmm. It sounds crazy, but then they they show legitimate footage from every single news station it was showed on. It would black out before the uh, the plane hit the building, and then it came out with the, the the fucking plane tip on the other side. Now, one, there's steel beams in it. Should it be able to go through a plane? Probably not, but maybe it could. Now, what would make it more believable is if where the plane nose was supposed to come out, there would actually be a hole inside the building. Apparently, before the buildings actually fell, there was video footage of there actually not being where the plane was supposed to come out. It wasn't actually like there wasn't a hole there. And at one point during one of the news broadcasts, the wing, one of the wings of the plane just disappeared for a second. Now, I don't know. Dude, okay. Now, here's the craziest ones I watched that I found hilarious is that Hillary Clinton actually has like a very bad disease that she's dealing with like possible brain damage yeah. and that she's not healthy enough to run for president, but they didn't have another option at that point. So they mm-hmm. just fucking ran with it. Yeah. Those I've seen. They're kind of believable. A little bit. A little bit. Did little you bit. see the point where she had a seizure and then just tried to play it off <laughs> like on national TV? Did you see her like when she was getting into the car and she passed out? And yeah. then two hours later she came out of her, like her daughter's apartment and it didn't even look like the same lady. If you show side by side to Hillary Clinton the same day wearing the same outfit, they just look like two different people. I know. I don't know. I could be wrong. It, all, like, it could all be wrong. Like, even admittingly, I was a Hillary supporter voted for. That's still pretty fucked up. That's scary. And dude, uh, I just went down a rabbit hole yesterday. First off, also after Bernie was out. Yeah. Let's, exactly. let's be real. Uh, feel the burn. You feel know? the burn. Yeah. I always found that. I would always tell my boss that. And he'd be like, yeah. And I'm like, no, I'm talking about like STDs. But <laughs> yeah, you know. Whatever. Feel the burn. Uh, what, what song is that? Uh, is that a song? There, there's a song that people think it's. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Uh, I know this is your computer, but I'm going to Google some things. I don't care. Song about STDs. <laughs> Trust me. If if something put you on a list, I've I've Googled enough fucked up shit re- enough that I'm put on a list. It's fine. It doesn't matter. Especially looking for con- the conspiracy. But I'd be like, yo, how believable is this? Sometimes when you hear some stuff, shit, st- that's, I can't talk right now. When you hear some stuff, you have to Google it for yourself and find out. Because what, be- what I've heard from other people and what I believe myself is if you believe, if you listen to too many conspiracies and don't listen to other people's ideas of it, then you're just gonna you're only gonna hear one side and it doesn't give you enough to actually form your own opinion. So that's why most of them I don't believe. I've heard other people's stances and then when you put two and two together, you're like, yeah, okay, that's probably bullshit. But there's some stuff that just eh, I'm, maybe I'm wearing maybe next thing next podcast you're gonna see me wearing like a tinfoil hat on my head. But I don't know. I that was a fun rabbit hole. I don't know if you've ever done that before. I probably would never do it again. But I was entertained the whole time. Just believe just looking at some random ass shit. So I have a uh, a song for you. Okay, let's go for it. After a after we can vamp for fifteen seconds because I don't want to play an ad. Yeah, I feel you. That's terrible. Because that so it's a uh, song that you should recognize. Is and, it a parody type version of it? No, this is the legit song. Okay. But it's not a. A lot of people just don't realize what it's about. Well, here we go. It's like a seventies, eighties song, right? Um, no. 2009. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't think so, but. I know this song, yeah. Yeah. It King- sounds like an oldie version song, though. Kings of Leon. That's why. Yeah. Weren't they the band that got shit on and then they left the stage because they didn't want to be there? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> like the drummer got shit on and it's like, yeah, fuck yeah, this, we're yeah, done. Yeah, fuck this, we're done. <laughs> Can you understand a word he's saying? No. But in the chorus, you can understand. Yeah, the sex is on fire. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, yeah. So I'm just gonna try to skip ahead a little bit. There we go. Yeah. Sex is on fire. What's he actually saying there? So he says, "Yeah, this sex is on fire." Why not like fire? 
No, is on fire. But shouldn't he say, if he wanted it to not be about STD, shouldn't he say it's like fire? No, but it is about an STD. Oh. It's his Legitimately. Dick, no, it's legitimately about his dick burning. Why would you make a song about that? And worst part is he probably got banned because of that song, because it's catchy. Oh, this is funny. There are so many comments saying, oh, a sexy song, love it, so deep, I love it. Uh, oh, there's, and there's people saying 2018, because anyone, people are listening to this in 2018, apparently. <laughs> Uh, so there's a lot of people that just don't understand. I think sex on fire would be more pain than pleasure. Probably, hundred percent. Uh, here we go. Very little people know that this is actually about him having an STD, and more and more and more. And then people are like, what? No, I fucking love this song. But yeah, so there you go, Kings of well, Leon. You know, if you didn't know that. So yeah, that's... aren't they? Are they like the two-hit wonder band where they got that? You know, I really use somebody. Yeah, somewhere like uh, maybe if you didn't have an STD, she'd still sleep with you. So they let's see, Kings of Leon has a few songs. Oh, they they might be coming out with a new album. Good for them. Good for them. Like look at so Sex Is on Fire, You Somebody. None of the other ones I recognize. Exactly. Yeah, two two hit wonder. Good, good for them. They good. did it, and they did more than one. Hey, and they're still making music, so good for them. Well, at least... Well, they're in, obviously still touring. Yeah, 2016, and they're still touring off that 2016 album. So, yeah. All right. Good for you. Good for you, even though you are you know had an STD and your dick burns. Anyway, Colorado is on the brink of elimination right now. Do you think we see history be made here, or is Nashville just too much for Nathan McKinnon to handle? What, what's history? Mm, a reverse sweep. Oh. <laughs> he's like no you know andrew hammond's in that right though the hamburglar hey he doesn't even have to do a 20 game streak now it's just 15 right because i think uh colorado only has one no, win. only one win so hey hey it's possible hey, it's possible now varlamov yeah. can come back but it wouldn't be towards the end of the first round and or second round so yeah, yeah i feel like they're just done zooming they're there. just done did you see bernie's stats the first four games not it's great. not good not it's great. not good i was like hey maybe bernie makes a name for himself and maybe find a starting job somewhere because there's a few places that need a starting goalie no 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 he's, no. he's lucky he's a backup guy. it's bad yeah, philip hey. forsberg has made him look really bad philip forsberg, Dude, philip forsberg talk about an incredible first round the two dangles that have been on every highlight reel every, and they will be for the next few oh. years yeah the one okay Backhand toe drag in between the legs. Yep. Taps it in between Samuel Gerard's legs. Mm-hmm. Takes it, rips it. Yeah. Amazing. The Samuel next Gerard's game, still injured from that. I'm pretty sure. I've broken I ankles. His, no, he upper body injury. Broken ankles. Probably no. He probably broke his arm smacking his stick, and he tried to smack his stick off the post, and then hit his arm. He's like, I don't know. I have most avalanche thing ever. It's a joke, Keith. You broken break someone's. I know. I know. It's yeah. It's not basketball though, bro. <laughs> you, you do it in hockey too. <laughs> Well, I do it in hockey. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's really even funnier than watching Samuel Gerard get dangled? I mean, I like Samuel Gerard. Mm-hmm. I hope he has a good career yeah, in the yeah. league. But regardless, was watching the NHL network in between games and in between and like the guy who clearly has like maybe picked a hockey stick up four times in his life was trying to show the rest of the analysts who are former NHL players mm-hmm. how to do it. And it was just such a slow mo version of it. He's like, Yeah, so then you just gotta do this. Now the fact of how he did the second one, I don't even know. <laughs> I didn't see that clip. I'm going to try to find oh, it. It was hilarious. hilarious. You know, for all I know, it could have been a former NHL player, but he just, just didn't. didn't, didn't might have been like it. a goalie or something. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure who it was. But uh, you know what's even worse than that? Like, it's another another MVP candidate who I wish was on a better team. I mean, he's actually not in a better – He's. I feel like he's in a better situation than where Nathan McKinnon's at is Taylor Hall. 
because he's yeah. having such a good first round, and I feel like there's just no hope for the Devils to beat the Tampa Bay Lightning. Like at first, I was like, you know what? If anyone can do it, maybe it's the Devils because they kind of emulate what the Penguins do with speed and skill. And the Penguins were able to beat them, granted, in seven games, and it could have really gone either way. But hey, the Penguins were able to beat them. Maybe the Devils, and I just really, there's not enough depth on that team. And, and there really is their goalie situation was fucked up. They thought I feel like they thought they were the Penguins from like 2015, where like, hey, we could just ride our backup Keith Kincaid. He's hot. Let's ride the hot hand. And then the only win they actually got in the series so far was with. The Corey Schneider. So. Yeah. That's a tough situation. I feel like the the one that really doesn't make sense to me, because like, unfortunately, I just I feel like the Tampa's going to win. And new, hey, at least Taylor Hall made the playoffs. And he's having a really good first round. He's, that's, that's very, that, he's more hey, than a point of game player. So I'm, I'm really sport. glad that three teams, even though they're all going to be eliminated in the first round, uh, the Kings, the Avalanche. Kings are already eliminated, bro. Well, they, but this is, they're yeah, all going to be. So the whole point is of what I'm fucking saying <laughs> <laughs> the Kings, the Avalanche, and Devils, yeah, three heart candidates. Yeah, right. And they're all out. All they're all out in the first round, but they made it to the playoffs. That's all that counts. Yeah. That's all that matters. And but really, what what sucks for me, in my opinion, was uh, oh, bro, yeah, I had something I forgot it. That's sad. No, that's kind of sad. I was talking about Tampa. You're talking about Tampa. You know what? We're, screw it. Uh, they're, they're, okay, I said that. It doesn't. You're matter. right, man. You, 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 <laughs> no, you, I'm good. You, a Sammy Vatten and kid come back in Game Five. Does that change anything? No, 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 no. Like, like I said, Avalanche, they're out. Yeah, Kings are already out. Yeah, Devils, they're out. I had something more important, but you know, it's just not here. So that's let's all right. Just move on to the next one. Have you heard the story of Artemi Panarin? Like, I know we all know he came from Russia, and but have you really heard the story about him? Because it's almost—I don't think so. I get before we. Okay, no, know what? I know what I was going to talk about now. The situation <laughs> with Blue Jackets Capitals. It's kind of. I get riding the hot hand and it's worked for some teams, mm-hmm. but it clearly hasn't worked for every team. And that's one being the Washington Capitals. Cause they thought, Hey, Philip Grubauer, that's our guy for the playoffs. When they had the goalie with the second best all time save percentage on the bench. Now, granted he shit the bed against the Penguins, but has he really ever been that bad of a goalie before? Like the statistics show, it's just really the Penguins. He runs into me and it's just too much offensive firepower. So do you think Artemi Panarin is going to be enough to help the Blue Jackets be that game breaker that they really they, they talked about them after they lost the Penguins last time. They talked about, hey, we just we're missing the game breakers like they have. And mm-hmm. granted, you're never gonna go out and be able to get yourself a Sidney Crosby of Kenny Malkin. But you Artemi Panarin but on his own has been incredible. So one thing I honestly uh people have been asking me this, uh, because obviously hockey is the topic of discussion. Yeah, of course it's time of the year. Unless you like basketball, but hey, but, but I, hockey. Hockey. There's no basketball team in Pittsburgh, so it's unfortunately hockey. Uh so uh they would just basically ask who would you rather play in the second round, the Caps or the Blue Jackets? Easy question. Caps. Really? Really. Really. I think uh I think we have a better chance of beating them. Honestly, the Blue Jackets uh I think so honestly it doesn't matter, really. No. I think we're going to make it to the third round. No matter what, and that's where the most likely Stanley Cup final is going to go down. Exactly. So in both both uh, West divisions, East, yeah. So uh, I think that actually, no. You know what? That literally nullifies what we just said. If what? the Stanley Cup final goes down in the West and East at the same time, then obviously it's going to be a great Stanley Cup final because you're going to have point. two powerhouses. Good point. Regardless, anyway, you're, you're going. Very with. good. So the uh, fucking Blue Jackets and the Capitals, fucking both. But the Penguins have figured out both goalies. Exactly. The thing is. I think that the Capitals have are obviously worse than last year. Yeah. No argument. Well, just, yeah. They're worse than last year on paper and in actuality. And after this year, they're probably going to be even worse than last year because they're probably going to lose John Carson. But continue. Exactly. The Blue Jackets, undeniably better. Yeah. 
you lose Brandon Saad. You get fucking Panarin. And apparently they were tired of seeing how Brandon Saad just... He wasn't he doing didn't, shit. He didn't care. They said he, he just showed a lack of effort on the ice. And Fuck. I didn't even notice him last year against us. Didn't notice him at all. So you have uh, Artemi Panarin, amazing player. Breadman delivers. Breadman delivers. He he bakes the bread. Mm-hmm. Let's be real. And delivers himself. You add uh, Pierre-Luc Dubois, who's killing it. Having a great year. Also, I, I have a thing that we need that I need to show you. Plus Seth Jones, man. Seth Jones, people were questioning, is Seth Jones underrated? No, he's their best defenseman by far, and we all know it. So... Seth Jones has gotten better. Zach Rensi has gotten better. Zach All of their young guys have gotten better. Yeah, it's a good team. It's a and good Bob Roski's finally playing like he should in the playoffs. But it's not against Penguins, so who, who, who knows how that lasts. It's a good team, and they've gotten better. So mm-hmm. I think that's one thing that you really have to just pay attention to. They don't give the Blue Jackets the credit they deserve, honestly. Because Cam Atkinson's been a solid young player for them for years now. He keeps getting better. And he just finally got his like his his dues last year, I feel like, whenever they finally start talking about him more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Uh, let's see. So we have this video that I would like to play for us. So I have been doing, so Keith usually does the, uh, the topic sheet, the show prep. Mm-hmm. I have a couple things. I have this one and then another one that I have to find. Is it a video or just audio? It's a video, but it, you just need the audio. Okay. So here's a video of Donald Trump describing Matt Murray. <laughs> a wall, a big, <laughs> beautiful, powerful wall. <laughs> Oh, oh, it stopped playing. There, it's, it's not here. The wall, Go on the wall. Wall. The wall. For the wall. 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 The wall. Wall. The wall. The wall. The wall. The wall that I'll do for six. Wall. Wall. The wall. Be a real wall. The wall. Wall. The wall. Wall. Okay. How long is this a video of Donald Trump saying wall? Wall. One minute and six seconds. Why? Isn't it scary wall. that he gets people chanting wall. that? Isn't, isn't that kind of scary you a little bit? Wall. 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 You know who the last person that kind of did that? Can we, can we pause? This is kind of starting to scare me. Can, yep. The last person who did that was Hitler. Can we Can we just oh, all admit that? N- do you, is this terrifying. the first you're realizing no, the parallels no, between no, Hitler and Donald no, Trump? No, there's one of the conspiracies I watched last night with Shane Dawson talking about, is Donald Trump the third coming of the Antichrist? Because first time a lot of people say it was Napoleon Dynamite, or not Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> Napoleon, whatever his name was, it doesn't even matter. Bonaparte. But I thought it was something stupid like that. But again, I thought that might have been a, a Shrek character. Isn't that like, isn't that like what they call the king in the castle? Uh, I don't even know. It doesn't even matter. And the second one was supposed to be Hitler, obviously. And then the third one, Donald Trump. Uh, I don't know, dude. The similarities sometimes scare the shit out of me, especially the fact that he has people chanting that. Like, you know how fucked up that is? Mm-hmm. Why are we chanting and build a wall? I don't know. There's no real reason. Do you know how expensive that'd be? Would you really want to pay for a wall? Fuck that. No, but well, you, no, you somehow... but we're, we're gonna have them pay for it, Keith. You can't. That's not gonna work. No shit. It's, but the fact that he gets people chanting does that not scare the shit out of you? Why do you think I voted for Hillary? Because <sighs> she may be a robot. She may be dead. It's better than what we have now. I guess. Well, let's get back to hockey. So this is a. I think this is the clip that I'm hoping for. We were walking around the office yesterday. This is not. So I'm going to. Uh, pretend that that never happened i didn't i didn't hear anything. i didn't hear anything either so they weren't walking and talking about an office or something like, it doesn't matter don't worry it's cool no not at all so I, i'm gonna do some more research but if you want to keep going and maybe talk about pierre luc dubois if you can because that's what the clip's gonna be okay well honestly here's the thing i questioned the shit out of that pick when it happened because he wasn't even naturally a center really before he came no, for that draft he, he played one season of jun- his last season of junior but center the scary part it. is they talked about how they wanted to draft a center and yeah then they drafted and that, the, because they draft they drafted him over paul yarby because he played one year of center yeah and it's worked out for them even if he doesn't end up as a center in this league it, he's looked solid and uh, i i see no reason why they can't just keep running him as a center because what 
what is, what do the uh, Columbus Blue Jackets have? A, a coach, several coaches, and what are they supposed to be able to do? Teach players how to do whatever they need to do. So, the fact that you saying you can't teach him how to get better at faceoffs is just simply not true. Because Sidney Crosby entered the league, and one of the biggest things against him was the fact that they said he wasn't good enough on faceoffs. So you know what he did? He did all summer. Not only did he train on what he's already good at, but he trained on what he wasn't good at, which was faceoffs, over and over and over again. And you know what he is? He's a great Pretty centerman. Good now. faceoff, yeah. yeah. I mean, then, then again, that's a describing Sidney Crosby and somebody who's not Sidney Crosby. And can will they be a successful Sid? Most likely not. But hey, worst thing that could happen is he ends up on the wing, and they still have a very highly talented young player who could potentially do be a top six forward for him. I, I see no reason why he won't be. I mean, I really think that uh, the Blue Jackets are finally starting to look like an NHL team, look like an NHL team, and build something that could last. Not just kind of be something that's pretty shitty. You know what really makes me sad, though? What's that? The fact that Sergei Bobrovsky wasn't considered a good enough goalie by the Philadelphia Flyers, who have yeah. always had bad goalies for mm-hmm. whatever reason since Ron Hextall left. And now he's looking incredible. Well, in past few years, he's looked incredible. He's won the Vesna with them, what, twice? Yeah. And, yeah, uh, the, Blue, the Blue Jackets robbed the shit out of them there. Yeah, it's ridiculous, really. Like, how... How did they do that? I really don't know. I wish I did. I would, dude. It it's it, it's sad that there's GMs who are terrible and then find not only one job but more than one job. Especially when I think about what the Oilers have done. Literally just the fact that because Craig McTavish was one of our good old boys, they, they've given him the GM drop twice now, and both it's, times it's clearly not worked out. And now it's not working out again. And I don't see any sign of it changing at all. No, not really at all. It's it's ridiculous. And I don't. You know what I don't think works. What's that? Finding old NHL players who were on a team that was good at one point, and then expecting them to be great at management. Like it, it's just expected every single time that that they're just gonna be because oh they're a great hockey player. Well, they're clearly gonna know enough about the game to be a great behind the scenes kind of guy, and that's clearly just not true. It's ridiculous. It really is. I mean, there's some people that know how to manage because there's uh, there's two aspects of being a GM in my mind. Yeah. There is hockey knowledge and knowing how to run a hockey team, what you need to have, what, what kind of players you need, player development, everything like that. But there's also just simple management, management that you learn running a company. Yeah. So if you can't do both of those, you're not going to be successful Probably in not. one asset or the other. Probably not. So, so have you found this clip on Pilar Trois, or I, do you want me to tell you about you go Artemi Panarin's past? You can do that. Because I didn't know the hardship that the bread man went through. The bread man, obviously, was a Russian-born kid, and he grew up in an area that was known, as, it was like he said it was about 40,000 people who lived there, and it was known as, like, if you didn't want to be a miner there, you had to find a way out, because that was, like, basically the only job around there. Wow. And his dad uh, apparently had a... Or his uncle had a passion for hockey, wasn't able to go to the NHL, but was able to successfully play some in other leagues. So he did his thing, and uh, eventually, you know, of course, Artemi Panarin sees what his uncle does. He's living with him. Apparently, it's it's kind of sad because his his parents were about twenty years old when they had him, and they just were too young, so they gave him up because yeah. they wanted to be able to focus on their career. I guess is what they said. So he lived with his uh, aunt and uncle, and then his his uncle was that former professional hockey, well, Russian player, didn't make it to the NHL, sadly, but. Panarin got the dream and Panarin when he was a little kid when he started playing he first off he had to use like all the equipment he had was just stuff they found around the link like or the rink in the lost and found so his skates were too big for him he had to wear shoes to actually fill out his skates 
which they think has actually turned him into a stronger skater now because John Trudeau says his biggest quality is he's just so strong on his feet. That might be uh, it too. Skates. Well, that's also a lot of thing with Russian players is they are so strong on their feet. Like if you look at Ovi, if you look at Gino, if you look at Tarasenko, you're not knocking those guys out the puck. No. Because they're just thick, fucking Maybe sturdy motherfuckers. It. Dude, his gloves were leather gloves that had their holes. Like I don't know if you've ever seen some of my old gloves. I just wore them through too much to the point that the hands just yeah. aren't, like they're not there. So his, um, I think his aunt, he said just sue on like a patch of leather so they hmm. cover his hands and he didn't understand like how messed up that was in his development until yeah. he got he got accepted by a hockey school over there which apparently isn't as prestigious as it is over here it's kind of just like hey they will help you with your development and then hopefully you can make the khl because of this and they assume but what they can do there is they give you all new equipment so he got skates that fit him he got gloves that fit him nice and oddly enough he was a better player huh wonder like, why believe it or not yeah he had all before stuff he was there's like pictures of him in the article it was a player's tribune art no it was an athletic, athletic article. yeah um and uh there was pictures of him wearing like oversized gear because that's all we could have. Mm-hmm. And now, and then the man found a way onto um, a KHL team because of that and up winning Gargarian cup. And then a few years after that was able to said, fuck it. You know what? I'm going to go live my dream in the NHL. And his uncle was afraid he wouldn't make it. They were all afraid he wouldn't make it. So, but he dude, it's, it's a huge success story because now he's, he's dominating in the NHL. Oh, Nobody yeah. expected him to come over like that. Dude, just think like, this is one thing I was thinking about that I was going to kind of bring up earlier, but I didn't. Like, what would have happened if Panarin came to the Penguins? Oof. We wouldn't have traded for Phil. No. But do but what, would, would we, we have needed him? No, I don't know. That's the thing. Okay, we got back-to-back cups, so who gives a shit? Who gives a shit? It doesn't matter. But it kind of, like, I always like thinking about, like, other worlds and what mm-hmm. could have happened. Like, what happens? Okay, what happens if he stays or Panarin comes? We don't have to trade all those picks. We still got Kapanen. We draft fucking Konecki. Or maybe we don't because maybe they don't take him with that pick. Who knows? You would, know. do you, would, you, would, would we have had uh, David Perron then? There might have been no need to trade for him. Oh, man. But then again, we wouldn't get Carl Hagelin. So does that HBK line, does that magic happen? Or are we able to get the depth score? Would we have even had Nick Benino then? I don't know. Would we have had Derek Broussard? That's the thing. The, the, you don't... The, the, it's the chain of reaction. Yeah. The fact that if you're in a different spot in life, in a different spot, in if you're Jim Rutherford, if the team's in a different spot, you're going to be looking at it different. You're going to need different things. Yeah. So you just never know. So I did find it, and I was actually right the first try. We just needed to give it a second. Okay. So here's a Pierre-Luc Dubois song, which is pretty hilarious. High school. This song, Du Hast, that came out from Rammstein. And this was on, like, the Matrix soundtrack. Isn't Rammstein, like, a German are, heavy yeah, metal yeah. band? That's a hot tribute to Pierre-Luc Dubois. It seems it sounds like it. Is he from Germany? No, he's uh, French-Canadian. I'm not sure why Ramstein made a song about him, but hey, whatever. Du, Dubois. <laughs> Dubois shoots. Dubois scores. Dubois scores big goals. Dubois scores big goals. Du this has to be a parody song, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Down yeah. at Nationwide. Pierre-Luc Dubois is coming in the creases where you'll find him. <laughs> Now! 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 It's actually kind of incredible. Right. I like it. I'm into it. I'm really so into that. that is the Pierre-Luc Pierre Dubois tribute song. Uh, I, I saw that last night. I, I could have swore I liked it on Twitter or something because I was like, oh, this would be perfect for the podcast. 
I could I couldn't find it That's on sad. any of my hey, things. At least you found it. Though. But I found the other the other one the, uh, the wall wall wall. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so that's uh, the Pierre-Luc Dubois tribute, and it is hilarious. In case you're curious if you could play Wall too often and too many times in a row, you can. You, you really you can. can. You can. Yeah, after like that, I honestly, the only thing you needed was that first five seconds. Do you, do you think he has a wall fetish? I'd imagine. Dude, have you wall. heard what he said about his daughter? Oh, it's disgusting. It's terrifying. It is so disgusting. Yeah, I don't even think we need, let's just not. No, talk let's about not it. talk about let's this just not Because it's fucking gross. Now, okay. Here's one thing I was thinking about that I meant to ask you when I was talking about the Shane Dawson conspiracy thing. He also talked about the Mandela effects, mm-hmm. and you know what those yeah. are, right? So, what? How do you spell Seth MacFarlane's last name? M A C F A R L A N E. Was there not several things that used to spell it M C? I have no idea. Just there was no A. I never knew there was an A there before. I always thought it was just M C MacFarlane. See, that's the difference, though. There's like the Mandela effect, and there's just people not knowing how to spell things. I guess. There was a few more that I can't, they're not coming to my mind. Bear and right Bears? Well, everybody knows about that one. Yeah. What do you think it is that causes that? People just, uh, well, it just it, okay, so it's, in my mind, I think it's the same thing as when uh, you get those things on, like when you were, you know, when we were in middle school, there yeah. are things on Facebook where if you can read this, you're part of, and it's just the all the letters mixed up, but it's mm-hmm. the first two letters. Yeah. It's because you don't read every word you recognize the word. You don't read every letter. I guess you're right. So it's people just assuming that oh, it's like this. It's just people not knowing how to spell. I, for I a lot, no, so that's for a lot of the Mandela effect for a lot of things. There are certain things that I can't think of an example of that are actually just people two separate camps miss uh, uh, remembering things differently where it could actually be legitimate. Oh, do you remember? There was this weird ass, like it was like a cheese product and it was like a cow who had like earrings on and what I thought was a nose ring. Yeah. That was another one. Apparently it never had a nose ring. Maybe mm-hmm. it's just because we always imagine when you see it, a, a cow, it had that weird ring for whatever yeah. reason. I don't know. I don't know. Doesn't it kind of, isn't it also kind of weird that a trend that happened on a cow ended up happening on human beings where we like put things between our nose? I don't understand else? why on cows they had them. I also don't understand why on Here's. Have you ever seen people who do the smiley things where it's like the... the Ew, yes, and the gums. gum like on their... T- my, one of my friends used to always do that and she would like lick it all the time and I just wanted to literally just go up to her and just rip it out of her fucking mouth. It was disgusting. There are so many piercings that I just do not like at all. Dude, back dim- the back piercings where they're like the lower parts of your back. Ew, Why is ew, that a thing? Ew, 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 right? ew, 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 Pierce nipples, good. Cool or not cool? I mean... Depends on the, the nipples, right? Obviously, it depends on the nipples. I think... They can be all right, though. They're pretty cool. Like, they're pretty cool. It's Pierce Nipples, man. 